Hello and welcome to Exiting Through the 2010s, a podcast about the movies from the 2010s. I'm Jack Draper. With me is Chloe Williams, here to sing us a rendition of Smoke Gets in Your Eyes. Take it away. Man. Uh, no, I won't. I will not do that. Uh, I'm going to give it a good old negatory. I usually always go with the bit. It's like my, you know, I, I've done an improv class before. You always say yes and, uh, but I'm going to have to say no. I was just thinking like, well, that's not really continuing. No, no, nope, it's against my philosophy. I I was just talking to someone the other day. By the way, you've like, done some insane oh. things to start this off. So it's like, no, this, this is, is your line that you're drawing. This is true. But I also don't know the lyrics of the song. And uh, I was unprepared for such a thing. I know. I know. I know. This is I... this is the song that starts off the television show Mad Men. I cannot believe. Oh, of yeah, course. Yes. yes. My favorite yeah. show, as everyone knows. I'm all, <laughs> I always talk about Mad Men. Yeah. Uh, a show that I've never talked about, so. Yeah, you've Still, never talked yeah. about that show. Uh, does, am I the only one who doesn't know lyrics of songs? Like off the top, like I can't sing a song. No, I can't really like remember them well either. No, it's is that a generation thing? Because I feel like so many people are like, "Oh, I can name you all the lyrics to X, Y, and Z," and I'm just like, "What?" Maybe what are you talking about. I feel like it's either like you listen to it a bunch, uh, like over life, or it's just like you look up the lyrics like second to right. listen to it. And it's just like memorizing it like anything else. Sam, can you just like come up with like, oh, I can tell you the entire lyrics of this song just right this second. I I was torn between A, am I allowed to to speak during this portion? You are B, always allowed to speak. The like harrowing realization where like, is there perhaps a slight generational gap between us as a, <laughs> as a man of being in my early 30s experience? Um I I guess yeah. I mean, you're saying like all songs, all songs, <laughs> basically. I, Music. I, don't know, like, I can as, as if a I concept. hear like the if I hear the song or like if I hear the song, I'm like, oh yeah, these are all the words to it. I like I, it pops in my head, but like just like off the bat, like mm. name me five lyrics, uh, like five different lyrics from five different songs. I'm like I I couldn't couldn't name you one. I mean, besides maybe like the chorus, but I would also have to think about that too. Right, right, right. You would need like an instrumental in the background to be like, hey, right, exactly. Come on, I lead. I, I need, <laughs> I need those first few notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I guess you know, I've never been in like an acapella group or something like that, but I <laughs> imagine that I've, <laughs> I believe I've sung uh, just you know from from nothing at least five songs in my life. So I think I could probably. Well, this is actually a perfect time to mention that because we've manipulated you and this is an acapella group. So on three. Yeah, I was going to say that was my assumption. I thought going, uh, usually every guest has been in an acapella group at least once before. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, it's an interesting con you guys are pulling because I did listen to um, a significant amount of your back catalog and, uh, that's a lot of like content to create just to make this bit happen now. So I, I appreciate the links you guys are willing to go yeah. because I heard what I thought were normal episodes. Well, I'll, I'll plea. Everyone was in on it too. That's the funny thing. Everyone knew our plan from day one. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Some of my some of my like closest friends, I listened to their episodes and um, yeah. they said nothing. Colin in was in on it. Jesse was in on it. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I, that's so I, good. I, I, yeah, you know, it's, it's like for things like you know, going on three years. It's like we're gonna build up the sure. Sam being here. Uh. I always, I, I said to a few friends yesterday that maybe my favorite, like one of the few rules I have in life is always go with the bit. The bit is always <laughs> imp- important. You always follow up on the bit. You always go for the bit. You just do everything for the bit. Uh, so I, I think I've followed up on my mantra with this. Mm-hmm. I think we've all followed up on our mantra of going with the bit for this episode. 
Yeah. 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 You even got me at the beginning by um, uh, not singing when you were asked. So you <laughs> you tricked me there by not going there with you go. the bit in yep. order to prove to me that you go to the bit. So yeah. Well done. Well done. We're just Round of applause. we're just playing chess, and everyone else is playing checkers. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Would anyone like to go with anything that they've been watching recently? Just something they've liked. Um, I've not. been watching. We're not uh, right. Any some... <laughs> any music you've been memorizing? Any? Uh... Yeah, I've been watching a uh, documentary series uh, called Final Destination. Um, uh, I'm currently on the third uh, installment. It's uh, I've learned a lot about mm. humankind um, and uh, the nuances of <laughs> of uh, really the fra- fragility of life, the human uh, condition. That's right? why the human condition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The deep recesses of the human condition. We were literally talking about the Final Destination series last week. I mean, mm-hmm. I tried yeah. to bring it up a few times. Um, I think on our just... Dragon Tattoo episode, right? Yes, of course. And I have to always mention Tony Todd at least once per episode. Please. That's yeah. just my check contractual agreement. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know he's on Cameo? Tony Todd. No. I, I hey, am... that's, a birthday, that's a birthday idea for you. I nice. am fucking tempted to do yeah. something with that i don't know what he would say but um, do we know the price point i feel like that's always like a really important <laughs> that's the that's the issue and i don't want to look at it because i don't know i want to live in the mystery for right now and then maybe i'll follow up but because that's that's dangerous for me tony todd is legitimately has like one of my favorite voices in media so it's i don't know man I don't yeah know do cameo would be good the old like do my voicemail you know if that were still a thing that's like really what you want him for <laughs> oh fuck I think Tom Courtney should be on Cameo. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Just tottering around, holding his phone up. It didn't mean to be that funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. I, no, no, it's just like, I imagine just like a stately, you know, like British the- theater actor. It's, it's like, hello there. It's, I don't know. Um <laughs> He's shirtless in this movie briefly. He could like I just picture him like shirtless doing cameos. He pounds on his chest like a monkey. It's cool. Yeah. No, a lot of it's a confident performance. Um Yeah, Final Destination movies. I would like to also catch up on that documentary series. I hear it's it's very good. Um lots of friends have Have you seen is this a rewatch? Is this for a first time? This is okay, so this is a rewatch, I think. Um I have no place to speak. You should be the one to. (laughs) I think the first two are pretty well in my brain. I think like everyone thinks of the log, the logging truck immediately when they think of the franchise, which is crazy because it's like that's in the second one. Um, I think like the third one, I only really remember the tanning booth. I think that's in the third one. Yes, it is. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, I'm excited to get into those uh, because really it's just the first two that are locked down in my memory. But um, yeah, good shit. Yeah. There's a lot of franchises out there that I um, just that it escaped me when they were coming out or like the later movies had me go back to the earlier ones like Fast and Furious. I only just saw when nine was coming out. So it's like, I don't know if there's a, like a new one on the horizon. That'd be what if I told you for... a certain best actress Oscar winner had just joined the family for <laughs> Fast 10? What would you say? Yeah. Um. You know, I I think that there is many Best Actress winners who have joined the family, so it just only makes sense. But, Did Helen mm-hmm. Mirren ever get one? Yeah, uh, and uh, Charlize, obviously. But, Damn. 
Yeah, good for them. I would love the total, <laughs> like the amount of Oscars that the people associated with Fast and Furious have won, like like craftspeople, production designer, like mm-hmm. all of them. Everyone who's ever worked on it, like just the tally of that, I would be fascinated. Yeah, yeah, and and um, I kind of imagine like if that would be the case, and they like start to rack up Oscar winners, it's like it'll start to look like the um poster for insomnia where it's like academy award winners plural hillary swank oh, yeah, right. williams <laughs> al pacino like the triple threat fun. the big three. yeah triple threat um where do you guys just real quickly where do you guys stand on the saw franchise just uh, must know oh that's another i got yeah i should marathon those but, yeah, yeah i've unfortunately i have no uh, place seen all of them um <laughs> you have no place i don't know why you're on this podcast actually that's a no, truly, i've always wondered that this is a podcast um, about franchises apparently it's true yeah <laughs> good hmm i like them most of them are kind of bad but watchable very all Mm -hmm. all of them are really watchable jigsaw i i didn't see the book of saw chris rock's one i didn't didn't, you didn't open the book book? i did not (laughs) motherfuckers you got we're on twitter too much we're on twitter too much Um, I didn't open the book, uh, even though that, you know, that pitch was always the funniest thing about that movie is the head of, was it Paramount? No, not Paramount. No, was it Paramount? Universal, no? Universal, yeah. The head of Universal is like, I couldn't fucking sleep after Chris Rock told me (laughs) what the fuck's about. Holy shit. I can't even look at my kids anymore. Um, but like I, but the Jigsaw, the one before that, the 2018 one. No, I saw, so Jigsaw, I don't. It's fine. Again, that's also watchable. But the thing is that really bummed me out about it is the how it clean and sterile it looks. Because the whole point yeah. of that fucking franchise, it's like the grime. Feels like you know, as you're watching, especially like um, three. It's like there's. It feels like there's actual grime on the camera. Like you could, you almost like like you want to kind of like smidge it away because you're like, Jesus Christ, this is so fucking grimy <laughs> and disgusting. But like, but yeah. the jigsaw is like this is like this is every horror movie nowadays like yeah and it also like takes place in like the cleanest barn you've ever seen <laughs> right exactly it, it, everything it's like about a sound... it is so clean <clears throat> i mean all of the movies look like they're on sound stages but that one looks like it's on a fucking sound i've done a re- full rewatch the last like four years uh half of them are bad um that's the thing but the whole mythology the of it is kind of like oh interesting <laughs> like what mm-hmm. the fuck uh, yeah, I think this, the franchise's commitment to deepening the connections is, like, actually kind of admirable. And the way that they've, like, tried to twist things around. Um, it's twisted, man. I just think it has a it lot of influence twisted. on this movie that we're about to talk about, which is why I bring it up. <laughs> yeah, of course. Are you an escape <laughs> yeah. room head? Are you a, a pro escape yeah. room? Yeah, mm-hmm. pro escape room. They can make a million of them. An entire um, tournament of champions. Like, couldn't believe my eyes. We escaped think- the room. Yeah. We were champions of the tournament. I can't wait to see what was next. I think I made it, might have thrown my popcorn at the screen the moment they said, is this a tournament of champions or whatever the line is? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think I punched the nearest theater attendant when he also said that. They get to that conclusion pretty quickly. I screamed when um, they're on the subway, pretty much like right after that happens. And uh, the main character looks up and sees all the handles. And she's like, there's 26 of them. They go from red to green. It must be the letters of the alphabet. <laughs> It's like the only riddle solving I've seen that's better than that is um, the riddles in Batman Forever, where like the leaps in logic that it takes <laughs> oh, to get right, to the solutions. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Good for I like the second one more. I haven't seen the 
the director's cut or whatever the fuck. Um, but that sounds somewhat interesting. I hope they make more. I don't know if they will. Yeah, I think they both made money, so they should. I mean, they cost five bucks, so I hope. Yeah. Not. Right. Right. Is it not? It's not, that's a Bloomhouse. No, that's. No, it's not. That's no. the thing. You always now think nowadays everyone's like, that's a Bloomhouse, right? And it's like, no, it's not actually. <laughs> I mean, they just do the same marketing. It's the same right. exact. Cost the same fucking... amount. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I've just been. Fin- or not finishing, but like working on like filling in gaps with filmographies. And uh, I saw Say Anything because I knew I'd love it. I'm usually pro Cam and Crow. And um, no, it's just wonderful. Pro, pro. Like it's, it, yeah, pro, I'm pro Crow. Uh, no, it's it's great. It's like great soundtrack. Um, it's really fun. It, like the humor is like feels like it could be written right now. And um, yeah, it's it's like it had it had bigger heart than I thought it would because of where it goes in the very end. It's like a very famous movie. Why am I like being so quiet about it? But, yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a boombox you see, and he throw and he gets you know attention by throwing. I've never seen it. Is it rocks? Is it pebbles at the window? I... No, nothing is thrown. It's just. He holds up the boombox too. There. Uh, yeah, he's just yeah, he's just standing there. Yeah, exactly. He's throwing it, the power of music. Yeah, it's just gonna say power, the, the power of love, maybe. Yeah, the power of in your eyes. If Cameron Crow made a movie that was all filmed on a GoPro, would we all reference the movie as a Crow Pro movie? Had that thought. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, you should make another we movie. The, we can end the episode now. That was all really yeah. all I wanted. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think I got yeah. out. I mean, I took some notes, but I think I got out what I needed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Pro, pro. One follow-up question. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. It's very yeah. important. You'll understand once no, I get I the thought out. Um, if there was some sort of arrangement with the studio where it was like a one for me, one for you, would you consider that um, a Cameron quid pro go? Or... No, it's a quid pro crow, I have to say. Okay. Yeah. Okay obviously but I, I i love your thinking i do love your thinking okay yeah you, you know we can workshop it offline i'm right, just right, i'm right, just right. trying to think about no it. I, no I, I think it's i think it's a good idea i will put it on the board i have a whiteboard right behind me so we'll put it on the board mm-hmm. yeah um cool. on the whiteboard it also has book of saw on it does you gotta open that book. yeah well that's just his to-do list <laughs> yeah it's my to-do list <laughs> yeah. I, have to, I gotta open the book you know i haven't yeah. opened it yet no seriously do you see anything what other filmographies have you been completing or is it just um it's not yeah uh let's go to the list i wonk car y is another where it's like oh there's like like, yeah good good director of course uh past and future guest (laughs) um why did why did that get me um no it and uh like there's yeah i have this list of like filmographies that are 12 or less that i either have left to go or that I just haven't started, where it's like that seems like an okay cutoff, um, right? Like Peter Weir is another where it's like I'm making my way through his that I have left, and like Prince, I just saw a sign of the times recently that is fucking incredible. Uh, Prince has like three or four movies, so I'm like, let's just do Prince, you know? But yeah, I'm gonna do the two Todd Field before the new one this year. Um, Lynn Shelton has like. Not many movies, so I might as well do those. But yeah, it's just like random ones too. Like I have one more Noah Baumbach to do, uh, which is Greenberg. Oh. But yeah, there you go. Uh, like I have like I have six more Soderbergh. Like, yeah, but Jesus, 
That's actually pretty good. Which means yeah, you right? watched uh, 800 and four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the oh, two yeah, TV yeah. shows. I thought it was yeah. 900, yeah. but no, you're, you're right. Your math one, works. One, two, yeah, no, three, four, five, six, seven. It's seven, sir. Sorry. But, so, oh, um, seven. All right. Actually, yeah. we, we can't okay. do this anymore. You miscounted. Yep. yep. Um, uh, can't count. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So I do want to talk four about four more like, John Cassavetes. Yeah. Oh, there you go. No, I'm sorry. There I'm you just... go. No, no, that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You can interrupt me. It's okay. I think um, each time Clay starts talking, we should each just list a director and how that, many movies. That's a great idea. Um, I've been pushing for that. Two probably. more Warren Beatty. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I, I've actually watched movies. Funny enough, I know mm-hmm. that's a crazy concept. Me watching movies. Five more you know? Spike Lee. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. There you go. All right, there you go. Yeah. Um, I did maybe one of the greatest decisions I've made in a long time, maybe years. I watched mm-hmm. Triple R in theaters, the Bollywood film, and then I watched mm-hmm. Ambulance the next day in theaters. Oh, uh, I maybe thought the happiest back to I've back. ever mm-hmm. been. No, I wish, but you know, mm-hmm. one's three hours long. I didn't want to be in the movie for five <laughs> hours. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, there's worse places would, to be for five hours. <laughs> there's that's true, but I would have to also want to eat at some point that's not popcorn. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Popcorn bothers my tummy. That's a that's a fun fact. Um, is that the but, first time that this has come up on this movie podcast? Because it's absolutely, crazy. absolutely. That would be like episode one content for me. I, know. I would like immediately have to tell people yeah. that it's it's true. Um, yeah, but no, that's like literally maybe snacks, the happiest thoughts. I've ever been in my life was watching mm-hmm. those two movies on the back to back days. Um, five out of five stars in my heart. Um, just loved every second of it. Uh, both movies are good. Please go watch them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was so glad I caught Triple R before it left theaters because I was. I'm sure that's. I, I looked in back. It. Yeah. Yeah, I looked back at last year and I'm like, why did I fuck I miss that or why did I miss that? Like I, I wasn't doing anything. I was vaxxed. Everything was cool. It was just like I could have went to see that and I didn't fucking do it. And I was like, I need to see Triple R. Like people, t- you know, were hyping it up too much. It was gonna be out of theater. Like it was it like. It was at the theater that I'm like five minutes away from. Um, so it was just like, there's no excuse. So I'm like, just fucking do it. Just do it. And I did it. And it was just incredible. And uh, you did it. You did the damn thing. Yeah. I did I'm the excited. damn thing. Yeah. It's, it's still playing here this weekend. And that's like one of those, like, as a tough sell to get my boyfriend to watch with me. It is like a, a three hour um, like movie in a language that neither he nor I speak. It's true. Uh, and so like, he's out of town and that's like a, that's gonna be like my crazy thing. I there do. you go. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like probably like I, if I had to guess, it's gonna be like a four thirty-five PM showing mm-hmm. this Sunday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be like a 10 AM. Yeah. <laughs> Every I time a- I look though, it's like at least half booked. And cause there've been multiple days where I'm like, is this the day that I have three hours to kill? That's and, crazy. Um, what a crazy time we live in. How it. popular RR is and how like, ambulance is triple r like you said two r's oh, triple it's triple r. excuse me be, yeah be careful there and how it's like ambulance is not like raking in all the money where it's like yeah you know you think they have opposite box offices but i got when mad. you said two r's i did think you meant revolutionary road yeah that's, that's how the thing you gotta be careful jack you gotta be careful that mistake happens more times than you think yeah yeah, it's, I, it is, I feel like on our Magic Mike episode, I feel like I must have said like XXXL at one point where it's like, that doesn't sound right. I should have just said triple XR, XL. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the uh, triple R theater was packed. I mean, it was small, but like everyone, there were, it was sold out. Um, 
and ambulance it, it was actually a decent turnout it was like mm-hmm. a middle of friday like or not sorry you showed up in your paramedic uniform i assume i actually did fun fact yeah. um have mm-hmm. it right up there um You're busy saving lives yeah always have you seen it yet chuck i'm i'm planning to soon but yeah, it's Bay doing Scott, and it's great. I, yeah, I, I, you know, for sure. You know, I, I cry pretty much every day that Tony Scott is no longer with us. So Michael Bay, you know, gave us something. Yeah, yeah, pass the torch. Happy um, for it. Yeah, for new releases, like uh, I really enjoyed X. For you know, like that one's way better so than how I many thought, X's but... are in that one? One X? <laughs> is it one X? Um, I haven't. Yeah, you're more familiar than Ty West than I am because, like, we talked about a Monsters U episode. Um, I still need to say House of the Devil, but no, this one's really good. It's way more smart than I thought it was going to be, and uh, no, I just I think it 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 escaped being like just a homage, you know, because it's like you look at it and you're like, okay, what is this like Texas Chainsaw ripoff doing? But then it has other things on its mind that you wouldn't see coming. But Leather, Leatherface is in it. That's the funny thing. Even though it's not a ripoff, Leatherface is <laughs> And Leatherface is actually in this movie that we're here to talk about, which is <laughs> really random. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the energy to defend this take, but I do think X is bad. I just want that on the record. Oh, yeah, you have, you do have that take. Yeah. No, no, that's a fair take. Um, but, no, it's yeah. not. It's a bad take. I haven't seen it, but it's a bad <laughs> take, Sam. All right? Jesus yeah. Christ. It's on VOD. Oh, really? so, I mean, you can... Yeah, that movie, I think, just like hates old people and like... Well, I'm um, kind of with that. Thinks yeah. like them fucking is disgusting, which is the opposite of what this movie thinks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's almost like it, it hates old people at points, but then by the end it's like, well, no, there's, it's just like romance never dies. It's like, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, wait, are you talking about yeah, 45 I, years or X? I'm now confused. X. You but, decide. Um, yeah. Okay, X. <laughs> Kid Sam Cuddy plays an 80-year-old in this, By the way. Right? That's the, that's yeah. the thing. Oh, yeah. You know, he's very good in it. You're going to like what he does. But um, as you know, we'd like to get a sense of how each of our guests fall in love with film. Very, you know, love hearing it. Love hearing about it. Please oh, just like like a, take like a film coming out story. Like, um, there you go. <laughs> coming out of the closet with movies. Yes. we. I've <laughs> used a lot of words to describe that premise. <laughs> Haven't used that one. Yeah, that's something something for your back pocket. There you um, go. I just, re- I, I just think... feel like I tried to like rearrange that to fit like <laughs> the Penny Marshall movie riding in cars with boys. So it's like coming yeah. out with movies, <laughs> riding in, sitting in cinemas with <laughs> peers, with friends. Peers, there you right? go, with friends. Yeah, <laughs> sitting go. in the cinema with friends. Okay, here we are. Um, uh, we're like a hundred and some episodes in, and we're just naming the segments. <laughs> there you <Yeah>. go. <laughs> um, I, it's a good question. I should have prepared for because as i mentioned before i listened to quite a few of these episodes beforehand uh all of which asked the same question i think um i think like the first time i was aware that like a director was doing something uh was like was young frankenstein i watched that as a lot a lot as a kid um fully believed that it was uh like a did not understand that it was like spoofing a time period that had long since passed. I like, did think it was an authentic black and white movie until like far too old. Um, very similarly, like when they re-released like the Star Wars movies in the nineties, um, like was convinced I was seeing them during my, the original theatrical run uh, and like would tell people as such, like I saw them in the theaters um, until like probably, I don't know, like 16, um, which is nuts. <laughs> 
Uh, that's, did no one that's, call you on it? Did no one be like, what I'm the sure fuck people are you constantly did. About? I'm sure I just doubled down. There you go. That's the perfect way uh, to do it. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I'm very dumb. And we all are. Yeah, love that movie a lot. Uh, and I think, like, I think, like, after that, it was just a lot of, like, me convincing my mom to, like, let me rent things at Hollywood Video. Um, I remember, like, I remember seeing Dogtooth, which I guess is a little bit later, just based on uh, how old I am. Um, and, and also, I think Dogtooth is like, 2009? I, yeah, I think, it's, I think it might actually be 2007, 2008, 2008? depending yeah. on when it was released here. Huh. Um, that's true. That's a little bit older, but I, or like, I, I love that one. Older then. But I remember, yeah. like, again, same thing of being like, oh, like, someone can do this with a movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, just, like, write this. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. That this is allowed people can mm-hmm. yeah it. yeah legal? and you also thought that was a documentary and you were like whoa right yeah like that. yeah no. yeah um i also did think that like at the beginning where he's like a plane is like a animal that's in the sky like i did believe all those definitions as well too so like that was that was a pretty confusing time for me yeah um, wasn't one of them like a fork is a penis where it's like oh i guess it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> For people who haven't seen yeah. this movie, we must be we must be maniacs right now. I am. You are maniacs. I've never seen it, so I don't like. It's all. Gibberish. Oh, it's it's one of it's like Yorgos's movies that broke out into America. It's it's really good. I mean, I know I know what it is. I haven't. Like, oh, I don't oh. know the plot or like. I know Sorry. it was Yorgos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I guess those are like big ones, but I remember like just you know uh, I think a lot of people um my slash our age just like had parents that like probably paid for cable channels that they never used and you just like see stuff on that that you're like holy shit like this can be a thing that right people can make um i remember like ed wood was another big one because that's also like a movie about people making crazy movies that they want to make and see um and and being like acutely aware of tim burton as a directorial presence um i guess like for better or worse uh i guess like at that point in time he was still cool mm-hmm. for sure and maybe still is um yeah it's probably that mm-hmm. and all of that has led me here to this conversation today <laughs> Isn't in 45 crazy? years later yeah yeah um, i uh i can kind of see the connection now with ed wood and young frankenstein being like it's a oh, bygone yeah. era and this is like a movie like yeah. filmmakers like reflecting on the past and like uh, just, just like it's an it's, it's a comedy not, about aesthetic, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think it's that very like that very like Simpsons phenomenon of like sometimes like as a kid watching The Simpsons, you're so often aware that like they're making a reference, but like I know this now first before I know the other reference, like a right. you know, like 2001: A Space Odyssey or Planet of the Apes or something, where you're seeing it and you're like, I don't know that yet, but one day I will, and that would be cool. <laughs> that also. seems but important. For now I'm gonna think yeah. this thing's cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Isn't yeah, that that's always wild? That's just always it's just always wild to me. Just like yeah, I mean I know it's like seeing, I mean. Okay, I don't know if this analogy actually works as the now I'm thinking about it, but I'm gonna say it anyways because you know, life's short. Um, it's your podcast. Say it. Say it. If this is your soapbox, please. It's like seeing Magnificent Seven, the Anton Antoine uh, Fuqua remake, without seeing Seven Samurai or the original Mag- Magnificent Seven. Or uh, mm-hmm. Bugs Life, I guess would be the other. Oh, I guess yeah. I forgot. That's yeah. uh that's. It's like Seven I've, Samurai for kids or whatever. I have not seen that movie in maybe like at least 18 years and i am mm-hmm. 22 years old 
Well, we're uh, here to talk about a bug's life. I don't know how that would shit, work, really? but yeah, yeah. I wasn't prepared. Yeah. This is yeah, a bug's man. cast, right? A pod's cast. <laughs> That's what bugs Sean cast. Right? <laughs> a cocoon cast, if you will. I think if there's anything that comes to mind for like the young Frankenstein or Ed Wood of the 2010s, it's um, holy shit! Did I just lose the title of the movie? Um, I think you just lost the title. Wow. Okay, it's the 2016 like. It's supposed to look like a '60s scary movie. Um, some, it's like a The Love Witch. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, mm-hmm. If you guys have seen, oh yeah, uh, I mean, that poster. Sort of like, I haven't seen it, but the poster in itself is in a, like a direct homage. So it's like it's yeah, hard not to yeah. understand what that movie's going for. Yeah, and it's and it's like the movie is a comedy, but it doesn't really know it's a comedy, or it's like sort of a weird thing. But that's yeah, that's what comes to mind. It's like the evolution of that. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> It is always uh, fun to see like, oh, this is a director like Tim Burton is for sure. I think that's a lot of people's um, because he mm-hmm. uh, because he, he definitely made films that were not just for adults, like, you know, the Batman movies right. and um, Mars Attacks and Edward Scissorhands. Like those movies aren't like for 40 year olds or whatever. It's like that. Mm-hmm. that That's I mean, that's not necessarily like. But then like, you could... I think post Mars Attacks, he sort of shifts into that, like with Sleepy Hollow, right. like ending the 90s is right like this is but like him going you know he's definitely one of those directors where you're like oh shit this is a, like style aesthetics holy fuck what is this mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's my... sort of like an animator like trying to evolve into like an, a live action director since he like right originally right, right. was and before like, Wee. yeah it's yeah because you just i think there's just, just, just such a long period where you're just like movies are movies and that's all they are they're all the same in a sense like they're all in the same box and they you watch them and you're happy about it and then next thing you know then they disappear um but like seeing like understanding uh, like autoral vision or whatever it's like oh shit i think mine was definitely like pulp fiction uh i saw that when Mm -hmm. i was like shit i don't know like 14 15 Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm just like no i i think 14 it was just like people can do this oh my god Mm -hmm. what yeah, like they can edit and they can have <laughs> things come not be in linear order. What the fuck is this, bro? Like, yeah, it, the kill. I like to imagine Bills a fourteen-year-old saying the word linear. That's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> the Kill Bills came out when I was in middle school, and I remember like acutely, like probably for the first time, like talking about a movie, knowing a second one was coming with people, and like, like engaging with that, like it, from the perspective of that's like, pretty cool being a director behind this. Yeah. yeah. Like, guys, just wait till part two. Like, it's coming a year yeah. later. Well, Tarantino's <laughs> another one of those guys who's like, though, you get the reference, like, he shows you all the references before you watch mm-hmm. the oh, original sure. thing. Right. Um, and speaking, like, Riza scores um, one of the, uh, I think, both movies. So, and, like, Wu-Tang Clan is also, I mean, outside of film, Wu-Tang Clan is also responsible for, like, having people, like, know references for, like, 36 Chambers way before they even see the movie or not never see the movie in, in general. I just right. using samples mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, that's always fun. I, I'm, I, I'm in this history class right now, and our teacher's really cool because, uh, well, because he's cool. Um, but no, he he's doing this thing in the beginning where he's like playing Regulators, the Warren G song back in the 90s, and then he's playing mm-hmm. the sample after that. And he's like basically saying like, you know, pop culture just reflects on itself. Like it's part, like his music is it's a prism. history yeah. film is history all of it is just reflecting one another it's they're all time capsules or remixes or you know a recapturing of 
like earlier stuff. Um, and so that yeah. has me just thinking more and more about rap in general, because there's a lot of sampling in film in general, where there's just like a lot of direct, either like direct rips off, rip offs, like, you know, subtle homages or whatever. It's like how your reference point for things can be so fucking weird, especially depending on the generation you grow up in. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Could that's you um, drop the rate my professors link for this guy in the chat if you wouldn't mind <laughs> yeah i'll do and, uh, it include in the episode notes yeah i'm also gonna do, i'm also gonna send to it stats. to warren g yeah i think warren g would mm-hmm. be a fan as well someone needs to keep his and if you can give us a full last and first name uh that'd be he has a lecture yeah. on lo- like uh, not like a presentation on like some like some of his teaching like online like at a random library and stuff it's really pretty good yeah. And we'll, we'll be dropping the audio in for that. That's uh, true. Yeah. Right now, actually. <laughs> right Jack here. has a lot of um, editing to do. <laughs> um, yeah, and actually, Riza sampled uh, some from this movie that we're here to talk about. I think that should be the last joke that we make at this. Wait, is that true? Sam, when was... No, I was totally kidding. Oh, but What was the last movie you watched where Riza sampled something? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam, when was the first time that you saw this? We'd love to know. 45 years. Andrew, hi. Great film. It's a shame not to have more photos around the house. I guess we didn't see the point of taking pictures of ourselves. It's a shame. Come on. What are you doing? Come on. I'm not prancing around in the living room at this time of night. (laughs) (laughs) And this really is a great venue for an anniversary. So full of history, you see. Like a good marriage. Is it? I found her. You, you know who I'm talking about, don't you? We never talked about it in all the years that we've known each other. And it's tainted everything. You didn't know her? No. I didn't. but it would have been during the Oscar conversation of that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and this would have been... Bring us back to 2015, please. Uh, where was I? Before the slam. Yeah. Yeah, oh, pre... God. Oh, gosh. A pre- no, no, no. Slap. <laughs> Pre-pandemic. Um, yeah. I guess, like, yeah. wouldn't the Oscar conversation actually be 2016? Because then it's the 2015 movies going into... Yeah. Uh, this, this I know for a fact. If you want to be like technical with it... Yeah, and no, it's good because this would have been one of the ones where I was like, um, 
you know those weeks leading up to the oscars and you're like i gotta get this out i gotta get right. this out yeah. i wasn't dreading this one but i was in the like okay the watches i'll be doing now will be oscar watches mm-hmm. like f- everything else is on pause and especially Whatever. so because this is a movie that only got the one charlie rampling nomination so you're like yes. okay well this isn't a major player um, i suppose but I don't think I was like tuned in enough to be like, oh, the, her comments regarding Oscars so white, uh, like, have made me put this off to the end of the list. Fuck, I forgot. But about I do, that. I totally yeah. Forgot about and that. we can talk about it or not talk about it. Um, I don't know. But what I do to say <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I was tuned in enough at least to know that like this was a nomination. This was probably like, in terms of like being a, com- I had always watched the Oscars. My family like w- would do that, but uh, in terms of being like. Um, not a completionist because I never get that far, but like a person trying to see like the acting nominees. This probably would have been sure. like my like fourth or fifth year doing that. Um, and I've watched it many times since. <laughs> yeah. And, and how is how funny is that where you're like, oh, well, like it's a second thought that you'll even get to it and that would just become like an all-timer. Um, but yeah. And with this Oscar ceremony, I, I feel like we haven't brought up much the Oscar so white thing, but it yeah like it happened like they're improving i feel like it's yeah. it's a steady improvement but it's it sucks that i mean it had to i don't know to... steady it's like i mean steady as in it's like ancient like all right we're getting there we're getting well, there. Uh, okay. <laughs> what else should i say <laughs> yeah. well it comes at an interesting time because i think like that was when it was really starting to gain st- like that was mm-hmm. famously the award ceremony like where the nominees were so uh lily white um and then to add insult to injury like when asked to 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 comment on the situation like the response that charlie rampling gave was um not great uh Mm -hmm. and so like i think that uh, i don't know it's weird because it was like so recent if you really think about it like that was but it feels so long ago it feels so long which is the funny thing to do like 2016 15 14 movies where it's just like this this is ages ago, but also yesterday, totally. Um, and yeah, I think that when she gave that comment, or it's like the critics' darling pick is out, and now I think it's it's Breeze to lose at the time, and and it's I can't remember who was in second place, but I think it's you know it was, it was one of those cases that I think it was pretty sewn up. Yeah. Have you? I'm sure you guys have talked about this ad nauseum um, because there's only ten Oscar ceremonies. But how do we feel about the Brie Larson win in general? Um, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. Yeah, the room is good. Um, I I I like other picks of the lineup. Um, mm. I don't know. It's almost like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about Room. I think it's I think it's a I think it's a good performance and like kind of a like weightless movie, but. Um, yeah 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 I, yeah, what do, yeah. You, what do you think it's like a it's like a pretty good performance and i also think like tremblay is good and i think joan allen is good yes <laughs> that's the yes I love <laughs> more um, importantly but, like all three of those things together i'm still just like eh, does that like make william it h macy it's like kind of absent but... <laughs> yeah um yeah i think like carol is like the the performance right like no for sure that's out. like the performance of the uh of the career but uh if we want to remind ourselves uh we've we've covered um carol before also in here uh gabe blanchett and uh saoirse ronan for brooklyn um clay can you give me the last one or sam if you guys remember i know what it is okay yeah please 
No, still Alice was a year before. No, a year before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the win. It's a really tough one. It's it's it it's a movie Jennifer that Aniston in Kate. Oh, you were so. You're you so were close. so close with that first well, word. I was, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Our yeah. <laughs> oh, is it Lawrence for Joy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. It's shot in Massachusetts. Um, it was one of those, I love that. It was one of those things like, are they just required to nominate her and roll? Well, I mean, yeah, kind of. Because like her and were. David Russell, like they were like the it I know, but it was so fu- It was just Oscars, so funny yeah. when that came out. We were like, Joy? <laughs> she has a vacuum such a non know. such a non-movie yeah. yeah yeah like people weren't even like up like people weren't even like losing their fucking minds about how mad they were or anything it wasn't like don't look up or some shit it was just like sure yeah joy yeah huh well even in that point when there was a bit of like a david russell fatigue at the oscars where it's like i think that was its only nomination if i recall correctly or it's like it got a few others it didn't like run the gamut like the others had in the 2010s but uh yeah so this I, is I, just my for favorite context up- i did reread uh the charlotte rampling quotes because i completely forgot what they were and uh, yeah. they're bad moving on. yeah yeah they're bad i did revisit them i was yeah, like too. oh this is what she said and i love the double down I was like no, no no you misinterpreted what i said i'm like no we didn't no you said what you said <laughs> we, yeah. we we read it you're fine we i mean we know what you is like no no, no you, you misunderstood didn't misunderstand you we read it we have reading comprehension we're cool like you're that was bad Uh. yeah and i think without that like maybe there is a world where i can see her winning but um because it's like it's like this is her first nomination ever and like everyone like i'm sure like actors like respect her so much and uh it's funny because in so many ways like the structure and the plot and the character type of this woman is so oscar baity but there's also something about this movie that is so so not that Mm, (laughs) right like kind of takes it out of the conversation but like on paper no definitely you can see a you can see a dreadful version of this absolutely the wife um (laughs) right right yeah kind of what if there was a wife you guys remember Um, the wife (laughs) that was a weird thing that happens crazy (laughs) am i the only person who thinks of christian slater before glenn close in that movie yeah, that is. I think I'm the yeah. only person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> only person. I've seen takes that are like Jonathan Price is better, but it's like okay, I don't know. <laughs> so that doesn't. But like, who cares? Who's yeah, asking exactly. that question? <laughs> <laughs> Power rank the wife performances. Oh, you mean one of the popes, Jonathan Price? I, I sorry, I forget. I, yeah. I get my Jonathan Price is confused. I have to have to. I have him. I have to have him uh, identified as one of the popes to fully recognize Jonathan Price. Clay, riddle me this. How many popes are there? Well, see, How it many? depends on, you know, there's also a young pope. We can't forget about the young popes. There's the new pope. There's, oh, Who is new, also new and young, you know, it's same. Uh, we got two yeah. popes and it doesn't really make sense because there's usually only one pope. That's the, that's the crazy thing yeah. about it. Yeah. For pope sure. Talk. Um, pope Talk 2010. Pope Talk, yeah. yeah this, is the, this is the Pope cast. Um, Let's yeah, rank our no, favorite popes. <laughs> um, no, this is, yeah, this is my favorite performance of the lineup, I think, uh, as, yeah, but, and I mean, like, just neck and neck with Kate Blanchett, who I think is also pretty tremendous. Um, for me, though, I remember uh, seeing Weekend not too shortly before I saw this, and um, I just had a few friends 
online once I joined um, this writing film website, uh, The Simple Cinephile, which I shout out every episode that I have like a few pieces on film writing there. And everyone on that team was like naming this as one of their favorite all time movies. And I saw like a lot of activity for it. And just like weekend destroyed me. <laughs> like I, I felt like I felt like I went through an entire emotional experience seeing that um, it was just so understated and and cleverly written and observed. But um, with this, I was like, oh, I recognize. Oh, and I think in between that and uh, seeing this finally, because um, I remember this coming out, but I didn't, I wasn't like the Oscar completionist that Sam was at the time. Um, I saw Lean on Pete in 2018. Lena P is terrific. Um, I was like, wow, I can't believe I saw this like in theaters. Like I actually like sought out like a movie that was like so praised on at the festivals. Um, and yeah. And then this comes out, I see this in a pandemic. Um, cause it was on criterion and, uh, yeah, it's just, I was just blown away. Like <laughs> Andrew high is like three for three for me uh, with features, but I haven't seen his two TV shows, but the three features are great. And um, I didn't like marathon them. And I think that's sort of why I've really responded to them, to them too. Cause I like that he makes movies about people in very short periods of their lives. Like it's mm-hmm. not decades spanning works or anything. Um, yeah. And I really respond to like short visits with people we just meet. Yeah, I, I think that's also like a format that I really respond to is like, it's like, it's something like Spencer, where it's like, you're telling the story of this person, but you're doing it over 72 hours, or like a less good version where you're telling the story of uh, Lucille Ball over the course of say, <laughs> mm, I don't know, five days, maybe a, a, a week in a show, perhaps. Uh, I'm just spitballing here. but um, Maybe cut in a few example. testimonials in there. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you focus it to a week, but you also hire actors to play real people um, giving testimony contemporaneously. That that could just be something. Just uh, something to think about. Maybe I like how this is the fourth episode we've mentioned being the Ricardos movie that we either hate or haven't seen. I have not seen. Staying power. The yeah. staying power. Everyone has being the Ricardos fever still. I know. Truly, America's I still wild think that about J.K. Ricardos. Simmons' nomination is maybe one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Just in general. <laughs> yeah. It's. Yeah. There's no explanation That's, for it. There's just. It, I mean, it's an AARP Movies for Grown Ups Awards nomination, <laughs> is what that is. That's the only explanation. Like, if you put a gun to my head. I know. And Bradley Cooper in the Grish Pizza was, like, right there. Was in that movie before the Oscar nomination, I don't think I could have told you yes or no. I could you have named no the other idea. four? You know, I guess, like. Yeah. In supporting? Yeah. No, we, we don't. What? We're not doing this. It's fine. They just have No, it's no, no. I don't mean now. I mean, like, if a gun is, is to your head. Like. No, no. I'm saying that before. No, I'm not saying. I'm saying that I didn't even know he was in being the Ricardos. Oh. I had I'm no sorry. idea. Okay. There was yeah. just no buzz about J.K. Simmons in that fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. People love him. I can. Yeah. I, I like the yeah. man. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a fan, but Jesus Christ. What? I'm, I, I like that he has an Oscar for a very good performance, but he's given other performances that are Oscar worthy. Um, I wonder, like, I bet his Q score is so high. I bet it's like The Rock, Will Smith, and then like him. 
you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. I bet he's tall. <laughs> that's a that's a great <laughs> yeah i bet i bet uh, sure maybe maybe it's like six one maybe yeah, six feet yeah. six feet tall yeah um <laughs> i mean you can how could we ever know either that's such a fucking funny thing to say um i'll go into my story about 45 uh years uh and it will not take 45 years because it's truly a short story <laughs> Uh, I saw it today. <laughs> That's when I saw it. I saw it today for the first time. Um, but it's funny because it's truly one of those things, Sam, we were talking about earlier about like it on paper is like an Oscar Beatty like performance. And like, that was my view yeah. of the movie before I watched it, no matter how high the critic scores were and how many, how much people loved it. I was just like, okay, that's just some boring old drama, like blah, blah, blah. Like back in mm-hmm. 2015, not now. I was, I was just so... Especially, like, movies about old people you think are for old people, and you're like, oh, okay, pass, but... Right, uh. right, right. And, it's, yeah, it's just one of those things, like, oh, all the critics like it, no surprise. Like, I was that fucking teenager, so... <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. And it was, it was interesting, because if you do look at the plot and the premise, like, on paper, like, are you, you know, someone asks you how to describe the movie, it sounds like the most boring movie ever. <laughs> just, like, this mar- married couple... You know, things happen and there's a 45 year reunion. And, and, but then, of course, like you watch it like, oh, this is like the most one of the most captivating things I can think of. Like, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it is truly just I truly just wrote it off as like pure Oscar bait because that's what all the like all of the trappings it had, you know, like that's about like. An and old- I think if I remember correctly, there was some of that at the time right. where it's like, is this really something we want to reward? Um unlike something else that that may not have the attention because it's so performance um based and it's, it's just like truly a two-hander and um you can have the ex- exploration of other um nuances if it's only if it's only these two but but no it's yeah it's great and it almost feels it feels like so complete that you feel um a real engagement with their past um but it's almost like you feel an engagement with the past, but you, you're not quite sure. And I suppose we can get to it at some point, like where they're going to go after the 45 year anniversary where it's like, where is this whole murder, suicide, leave? murder, um, suicide. Oh. That's my, that's my prediction. Okay. Never mind. We do know. I think what's really interesting about that is, uh, JK Simmons is five, 10 and a half. I'm reading. There you go. Hmm. I'm, I'm taller I'm than him. Are you taller than JK Simmons? I'm five eleven. Yeah. Shit, I didn't know you were five eleven. We've been friends for quite a long time. I didn't know that. And how many how many Oscars? Just for the record, um, how many Oscars do you have? Two. I have right? my you SAG have card, but you know it's. Oh, you have SAG card. <laughs> I wonder if there's an actual Jack Draper in SAG. There has to be, right? That can't. That's not the most uncommon name in the world. There's a Jack Draper tennis player, but. Oh, there you go. I don't know. I I, I kind of look back at like my like what like 16 year old self and like you fucking idiot what are you talking like you're just writing off this movie like it's nothing um and especially since it also just felt like you know like oh this is kind of like a play or whatever like i didn't see it i i saw like the plot synopsis and yeah like, it's very stagey meet some of the stills and i'm like oh this must be kind of just like a movie that's a play also it's it's and also like i wouldn't yeah. you know like that's a that's an okay assumption because it's a movie that's almost like shot like a play there's not many close-ups or like you know it's just it's almost like it shot like that there should be another actor in the frame even when there's not. Um, even though I can't give many examples of that. 
Yeah, I think even just the structure of like the the day by day, it's very theatrical. Right. It's very like the whale. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. Coming this year? Uh, yeah. Which who knows? Because I also kind of hate that play, but I am excited for the the Fraser research. Yeah, Fraser sounds. Yeah, Man, I wish for I was sure. excited about that because I love Brendan Fraser, but that movie sounds dreadful. I don't know. Yeah. I just yeah he'll be in killers of flower moon if nothing else so like and Batgirl. so we got we got plenty of yeah, fraser going on you know yeah. big you know I, i'll plug as much fraser as i can you get a sense of kate's interiority and like independence with um like her routine and i feel like that's that's like screenwriting 101 is like seeing a character's like day-by-day activities um but it's and it's like the oldest trick in the book but you really do understand like you know, walks the dog, like puts up the scarf and like talks to Jeff. And, and you know, it's just, yeah. It's, you know, I mean, when, it's, when it's John Dealman, yeah. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's the tale as old as time. Um, yeah. It makes everything that she does. That's abnormal. Like shot, like tectonically shocking. Um, there's a reason why it works, I guess. Yeah. And when the what? news about Katya comes in, it almost feels like, yeah, you're, you're right. It's like a tectonic shift. And, um, their whole world is just dis- like disrupted. Um, and you think because of this one bit of news that it's almost like, well, the past is the past, but then they deal with this, not like it, just like anything else they've dealt with in their relationship. And I love how it's just, it's, it's nothing that's treated with a different tone. Um, Cause it could like start up this like huge shouting match or whatever. Um, yeah. I think that does story. lend to like the staginess or whatever. You could easily see this become the wife or marriage story. I mean, marriage story is better than the wife. Don't get me wrong, but but like that kind of like conflict of like you know Adam Driver punching a wall. So like that, you could see something as dramatic and or melodramatic happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'm not not insulting marriage story. I think it's a good movie, but I'm just saying there's very much a different way you yeah. could do this that would make it kind of. And Andrew Hay is just powerful. like that intelligent and articulate writer to be like these people despite like tom courtney and charlie rampling being in movies for like 50 to 60 years like we've kind of like you talked about this in an interview that like we've grown up with them like just their stage personas and presences um mm-hmm. that it's almost like we expect them to react a certain way to this news and play jeff and kate as if they were playing anybody else and and it's almost like when they were like in their 20s you know this is sort of the way they would react as if they were in their 70s so it's you know it's 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 really human in that way that you wouldn't change yourself just because of this this news like i think it's i think it's like fantastic that the movie like takes kate's internal like turmoil to to be so quiet you know it's just like that's so cool that's it's like so reasonable to me yeah, there's there's definitely a movie version of this movie that is like who's afraid of Virginia Woolf, and like right, I don't yeah. think Andrew Hay is like interested in that. I don't think he knows those people, and I think like he does know this like quiet simmering truth. I think it's you know, have, have either of you read? I didn't get a chance to do it, but have either of you read the short story this is based on? No, I didn't get. I wanted to. I didn't get. A I don't read, so that's a big okay. issue. Okay, <laughs> the, the <laughs> you actually never learned think, how to read. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The change that I think is really interesting there is the short story, as I understand it, is uh, I think the genders are reversed. So I think it's, uh, I think the 
it's a, a male body that is is found um and i think the twist there is that um the woman shows up for the uncovering of this man and then he has like a locket or something that has someone else's name on it so the scenario is also kind of reversed there too and i think it's really interesting that andrew hay chooses to to flip the genders a um uh, if we can be so binary there and uh, th- also flip kind of the, the who is carrying that burden um, mm-hmm. character wise to being Kate having to constantly wonder, you know, if, if she was basically the person that this man settled for, or that, you know, that he has been funneling his interests in uh, to the whole time. Mm-hmm. That was a very long winded sentence. No, I mean it was good. I'm just. I'm it's just... almost like you're tr- you're trying to like match a word count there. Yeah, <laughs> and we're done here. I'm just kind of in shock by that choice of adaptation because it's almost like a different. I mean, the principle same still somewhat applies, but it's also just like a different movie, like almost mm-hmm. entirely. It's almost like a different story. Like, yeah, because that like fundamentally changes the movie in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. So it's crazy that uh, interesting. I wonder if that was late into his like he just wanted to adapt it and then he then he as he was writing it he's like oh, let's just do this and change it like I don't it's interesting because it's like at that point aren't you just kind of making an original movie but I understand that mm-hmm. certain plot points yeah yeah I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if that were the case because the screenplay is very meticulously put together like all the songs that are playing throughout the house are in the script it wasn't chosen oh, like in post or something oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, and maybe you got that like fact from the same place I got, but the idea, again, of just like being obsessed with this other woman, that all of these songs are from a certain decade of when they kind of would have been together and, and acquiring these songs together, but Smoke Gets In Your Eyes is a song that, based on the ages roughly, is a song that, that Jeff would have heard during his time with Katya. Mm-hmm. and uh like you did get this in the same place is, yeah. yeah okay cool it presumably yeah, yeah. is is the song that he you know might have shown kate and said hey i love this song and now it's our song but it's you know never Ugh. never been and how much does kate realize that you know we're not going around uh thinking about the years of songs um clay you've already said you can't remember lyrics to begin with it's true um it's true but yeah. you know guilty she's a pretty <laughs> she's a pretty cunning woman and when you've spent a whole week thinking about that um you know does that explain her behavior in that final scene um mm-hmm. is pretty crazy so i can understand yeah. why he would put those in the screenplay right it's all it's all i mean like the subtlety is also i don't know everything i think uh jack said meticulous maybe 20 times because that's the word i would use as well because it's just it's all really fucking meticulous in a lot of its rhythms of um or especially the arc of you see um charlotte i mean kate like just all of the gears are clicking at every moment you're like you could just see every individual gear movement as it happens uh because one charlotte Charlotte rampling is an incredible actor but two it's also Mm -hmm. so well written in the staging of events and how how each little detail from either a conversation or what she looks at or his or uh one of um jeff's reactions she's like she puts one more thing together one plus you know just yeah. another 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 it all just kind of adds up rather than just being this huge exposition bomb um besides maybe the side the slideshow but that's more but that again that's like one detail that she finds out 
Um, I guess like two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and even that, technically, not really seeing it's two people. Slide show. Slide show. We're seeing <laughs> there you go. There you go. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're seeing her like receive the slideshow. So it's like right. he's really putting so much weight on her performance. Um, you know, when he's drunk in the car. I think she's in every function. shot of this. She must every be. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, but no, yeah. yeah, she's tremendous, and uh, they, and we should also say that they both won Best Actor and Actress at Berlin. Uh, which I know is yeah, like baby. festival acting wins. It's very coveted, but Speaking no, it's of AARP. Did they and, win those? I always shit on the AARP movies for grownups, but um, sometimes they do get it right. I will say. Yeah. It's... You're just like, okay, that's undeniable. Um, but I do remember seeing an interview with Tom Courtney and he was like, Charlotte's acting is almost invisible. Cause yeah, that's like the perfect way to describe this performance as well. And um, I feel like we described that, version of acting in portrait when we covered that because those performances are also like lots of like glances and hand holding and like gestures and and um yeah head tilts it yeah it's acting that i'm i'm really into as well but it's good acting um yeah. <laughs> quite good act um no uh, it is Oh, wait. she did not win the AARP award. Do you want to even try to fathom a guess as to who did? No, go ahead. Uh, it was Lily Tomlin in Grandma. Oh, we all know where we were. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing there were lines outside of movie theaters for Grand- one ticket for Grandma. Does- it gave us Julia Garner. <laughs> Does so play, I guess we have that. Oh, wow. Does she play a grandma That's, in that? Does Lily Thumbum play a grandma? Uh, I don't want to say because it might ruin some things. Oh, okay. I would All say right. you have to That's you fair. have to watch. Got it. All right. No, you're right. I'm putting it yeah. on my watch list now. I'll probably see it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, also, they now you have series, to discover so Julia Garner. Right. I've been thinking more. Again, I literally just watched it. And so it's actually kind of interesting as the more I think about it while we're recording, I'm more like, holy. It God. is kind of cool that like we are coming at this in like different. Yeah. Three completely Wait, different like angels. three completely different yeah the, the ghosts of chris's past there you go <laughs> our podcast has been a charles dicking adaptation i don't know and it's crazy that no one's figured it out yet. i think it's brave to adapt to chris's carol too can i just say yeah I don't no one's done it before that's a funny to try thing. that mm-hmm. it's only been yeah. done like once it's an uh, it's untapped ip <laughs> yeah the only time anyone's ever adapted it was the muppet christmas carol that's the you know that's, a, yeah. that's just a fun fact for everybody never heard yeah. of it Oh. If there's anyone who I'd like to adapt Christmas Carol, it's Robert Zemeckis. When I think gothic... I'm uh, going to put you in jail for what you just said. <laughs> I'm putting him in jail for that movie, and I'm putting you in jail for that reference. God. Uh, I, I like his movies this decade, too. <laughs> it's like, But as I'm, like, just... Rec- I was, we're just recording, I just think about, man, that shit was really fucked up. That was, I, I don't have, like, great verbiage for it or anything, or, like, a great, like, eloquent uh, thought besides... Some of that shit was really fucked up because it's truly just as you, as I think about it, because while I'm in the middle of the movie, I'm like, all right. I mean, she's kind of overreacting because like, you know, this is this happened before her time, like before her time. This was the past. You know, he had a life before her things get, you know, he went through something insanely traumatic. And then I'm like, she is all also just like, like 45 years. She has spent, you know, the majority of her life with this man. And she has no kids. Yeah, no kids. Just, just you know, those dogs. You kind of sorry to sorry, but um, it just occurred to me though, like, um, the the way they talk about their dogs in that scene with the talking about pictures. You know, it's the that the dogs are almost their kids. Like they've substituted this life of codependency, 
um, but yet never never watched anyone else grow up besides each other. So it's it's an interesting dynamic. It doesn't seem like they have nieces or nephews, you know. which is also really yeah, sad. Yeah, just just friends. You know. And it's yeah, it, and yeah. They do say like that was her like oh what pictures would you want? The first two suggestions are those fucking dogs. Um, which cool i like dogs i love my dog don't get me wrong i mean that's fine but it is i love george i love cass i love moxie you know there you go we're all world fans yeah um yeah it's it's interesting because they you know she does say like we just you know we did decide not to have kids but like the movie does throw into question like how much of that was a decision really Mm. and she you know she's asking about the photos she obviously sees at a certain point that katya was with child and like yep one can only assume like the fact that the movie doesn't spell it out. Um, and then they get that photo wall at the end, like if they're presented with this uh, and you know, there are not, you know, I mentioned like nieces and nephews. It is like truly just like adult friends that they have. And the way that like Kate talks about when she gets home and she says like, well, did you see like the photos of, you know, whatever the friends kids names are like, you have to kind of wonder like, right. The moment right. you said yeah. adult, and, um, the moment you said adult friends, I almost like went into like a depressive episode. I don't know, just like friends, that, yeah. like just like, no. I see. What you, yeah, it's that combination <laughs> of words. Just like because like it would be friends. different if like they have adult in the friends. movie. You oh. see, you see like Jeff's childhood friends, and they came for the anniversary or something like that. Like I think it would do, just be a different narrative. And yeah, Andrew Lahey is it's such a tender filmmaker that even in the moment you discover katya's pregnancy you're like what is that <laughs> and um you know she's lingering on this one for a little longer and it, and um yeah you're right it doesn't it, there is no hand holding in any of his movies and i love that um and i don't think it's ever questioned for me if jeff loves kate i think he really does and he loves the life that they've spent together um i think the movie is trying to suggest in some parts if Kate loves Jeff or she's trying to see if she loved him throughout the entirety of the 45 years, maybe she does now, or maybe she did when they, when they first married, it's not, you know, but it's just like sort of maybe going through the Rolodex of their entire marriage. And it's, it's I think one of the things that's so interesting about this movie for me is like, obviously the title 45 years, you immediately think like, half my life a large part of my life um that's like an inherently like haunting idea to be with someone for yeah 45 years that's double like my parents like marriage you know and they are but what i think is so like brilliant about this movie is like he puts in these details like obviously there's a scene of them having sex uh which we can talk about or not talk about yeah. um to say like these we can spend still, an like, entire he doesn't, get, he doesn't keep it that. up that's my thought he doesn't keep people it up. yeah <laughs> but then there's that scene where she is on the um like the river cruise and she's like tending she's like tending to those women who are visually older than her and i think like that is there to remind you that like this woman could still end this and like have a life like right. she's she's fucking we know that uh, and like she least. is not as old uh, you know she she like is treating these women like uh, there are different generations like she could still have decades of like love and life like if she chooses to end it with this yeah. man um, and I think like a lesser movie wouldn't do that it would consider this you know potentially a life wasted and I think it's like so smart to include those things um, it makes like the ending so much more like just insanely harrowing <laughs> yeah it's like 
Kate isn't frail either. Like she, yeah, you're right. She's so, she's so with it. Um, but it's, it, but it's not like, yeah, it's not like Andrew High is going out of his way to, to show her as like trying to fit in with any grandkids or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's just a different movie. Um, you're right that she could have a life if she cut this off. Um, but then I think that calls into question. I think the title just calls us into question. Like, would the marriage and her life have would it, would it suffer more consequence than would Kate's marriage have more meaning if she did cut it off? Because I think that's like such a huge decision in in a life without many huge decisions. Besides, like mm-hmm. what what we see is like working steadily, like retiring to the countryside, like having a life partner like the, it seems to to be like they've lived very comfortably um but giving up yeah. giving that up is a scary thought mm-hmm. it's like a almost like terror that's almost like maybe the most terrifying thought you could have is what if these 45 years didn't mean as much as i thought they did um and that's and i love that they never named it's it's good that they never like name drop it or where, where it could be like memed where it's like in all these 45 years I've known you, yeah. Jeff, like, like in a different yeah. movie again, like I, I, it kind of sucks that we keep thinking about like the worst version of this because this is great, but it's yeah. kind of easy to play the, the play version would like end with them sitting in the living room and saying like, and haven't these been a great 45 years? And then it would just like fade to black. Um, then like, resist the temptation to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The actor would really make a meal out of the last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. It is, it is just, the more I think about it, like, again, I was watching it, I, and I hate doing this, and I don't know if you guys were the same way when you watched it for the first time, but, like, I was, like, taking sides as I was watching it. I'm like, oh, he has a point there, mm. he, she has a point there. And I hate doing that, because it just, I don't know, it feels... You said you were taking sides? Kind of. Oh, t- sides, like, oh, okay, oh, oh. Like, I who has yeah. the right to be bad, or, like, wh- whose feelings are justified? And in the end, everyone's feelings are justified in this movie. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it. It's pretty, you know, it's sure. nuanced. Yeah. Um, I remember doing that. You knew I brought up the movie, but I remember doing that in Marriage Story. Right, um, and I think that's, like, that's such a example. well-realized right. Everyone on Twitter relationship. Like, I took yeah. this side, I took yeah. that side, which is... And yeah, and, the, and, like, when that was coming out... Um, like there was a whole thing of like this is clearly Charlie's movie right. and it's unbalanced, which I, I never really got the about, take of. But I was thinking about that. I was thinking a lot about Marriage Story as I was watching this uh, for some reason. <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, it's a good movie, but it also again, it's like the almost the opposite of this in certain ways. Um, again, it's like way more showy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a like you go from like almost no score to Randy Newman. There's going to be a difference. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it is. I love how this movie has no score, by the oh, way. It's, it's just all diegetic music. I mean, it's yeah. all of the choices here are just the right choices. That's, um, and that, I don't know, that might sound kind of obvious to say, but it just feels, I don't know, it was just every time I'm like, yeah, no, that's the, perp- yeah, that's the right choice to make as a director. That's the right choice to make as an actor. That's the right choice to make as a writer. It's all just streamlined and like perfect in what it's trying to do. Um, yeah. But it is a great, again, I was like kind of thinking, oh, maybe she's kind of overreacting here. You have to kind of think of him as like a, a entire, like a full person who had maybe a life before you and went through something very traumatic. And then I'm just more thinking about it from her perspective. Of like, how fucked up would it be that you realize maybe you were the second choice? And you mm, just spent yeah. 45 years with a person with no kids, 
no like real nothing really to show for it and i'm that sounds judgmental but it's like again they don't have nephews or nieces yeah. or kids or these in crazy careers they accomplished they don't have a huge house or whatever they have two dogs and a nice you know summer jeff was never given a macarthur grant exactly like it's it's these lived unremarkable lives and that you know Mm -hmm. again that sounds judgmental and they seem content yeah right um and to just be like oh i spent 45 years with a person and i never knew that i might have been like i wasn't his true love or whatever the fuck that means i wasn't the person he really wanted to be with I was she next. was the second soulmate. I know. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's and that's in she probably never had that thought before in her entire life. And she has that. Yeah, because she knows 45 years. she knows that she existed, but like she has to like claw it out of him for him to finally admit. She says, like, well, would you have married her? And he like very tellingly says we'd have married yes. each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like that, like that phrasing, like, like gives me chills when i think about it because it is just like so like he it is still so fresh for him like it's like it yeah. never went away um he went th- through one of the most fucked up things i can think of like you yeah. know that's the funny thing is and so again it's really truly like there's no sides to take it's just a really fucked up situation um and yeah. both people made mistakes in dealing with this and it's just but it is just thinking like really her reaction at that party is just it's so mind-blowing because I, I just now i'm just really just unpacking that concept because it's a crazy thing to even try to understand like to even put yourself in that perspective because we're all like we haven't been alive for 45 years let alone doing something like so one thing for 45 years straight like yeah. put that much of our life into something and just have it it's not like it was totally meaningless but it means less in a way yeah. mm-hmm. to her it changes least, everything to her it's yeah. crazy i think i think the le- again the lesser version of this movie would make it a, a zero-sum game and i think like the reason people talk about this movie in the way that they do is because there's like no no easy answer is offered uh there is like no resolution no one you just have to sit with this worse. as kate does yeah yeah, yeah. um have <clears> you <throat> have, have have either of you guys seen personal shopper i have not yeah okay uh, that, i love this for nice. some reason yeah, yeah for si- some reason that like was the movie that like i thought of most this most recent time and i think it's because of like Me the too. presence of the yep. wind uh the door that's one shot of the door kind of like opening both itself. sort of like ghost story adjacent yeah the idea yeah. that like these people are in ghost stories but they they don't necessarily know it um like the idea of katya is like is truly like a haunting force in this movie and i, I just think like that is like that's fucking rad. Like this is Andrew yeah. Hayes' ghost story. Like he made his like quote yeah. unquote horror movie. <laughs> right. For sure. Um, no. And there's that moment um that gives you chills, like um in the attic when she's like feeling some presence, some like apparition up above. Um, because like, you know, we don't really or at least for me, I don't really have this now, but like, you know, we're always and uh, and Andrew High talks about this in an interview, like we are always surrounded by like artifacts of our lives, Mm -hmm. uh, things that we like remember our lives by and accomplishments and particularly photographs and like, you know, movies we've collected, I guess could be our uh, dorky thing. There's that scene where she's like, you've been like, I I finally figured out what that smell is. Like you've been spraying her perfume. It's tainted Mm, everything. And it's like, 
how different is that from like every horror movie when they're like oh it's it's, it's you know it's, it smells like rotting it smells like yeah. this um like and there's the thing in horror insane. like um like the dogs like go crazy when they detect a, a new yeah. presence in the house and, and <laughs> yeah we yeah. talked about this shortly before um but it's like that's when she tells the dog to shut up <laughs> that's, yeah it's really fun and she t- yeah she only breaks so well. a couple times and it's like yeah. she's so patient and you know it's yeah just her saying shut up again that's like maybe the most aggressive thing she does in the entire movie is like frightening it's like holy shit what? yeah that's the loudest anybody gets and, uh... yeah i think i think the details about like the details about their lives that tell us how full they maybe were or were not I, are really interesting to me. Like we get the sense that Jeff was this kind of like this, this socialist or communist, you know, like a, a union rights person. He's like so upset with like what the company he's left has become since he's been gone. There's the friend that says like he called her a, a Nazi or something and, and everyone just had to laugh because like, that's how he is. Um, they talk about like Kate's like very full career, um, I she's just a think teacher. it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah she was a teacher, mm-hmm. and then um, I just think it's really interesting that they they give you those details so you can't be like, oh, she wasted all. They wasted all this time together. It's like they did do things. They did accomplish. Mm-hmm. They contributed like, they to their community together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were fun. They smoked together. They fucked. Uh, they danced in the living room. Like these are not people that are like utterly loveless and and taking mm. lovers you know on the side and i just like it's not that virginia wolf movie it's like something so they weren't manipulating each different. other yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. um what do you guys think about like the sort of suggestion that like jeff like maybe is like losing his like mental faculties he you know yeah. cuts himself he gets lost in the town gets lo- he takes yeah, up starts smoking, smoking again. again yeah uh, it was something that I didn't register my first time, it's very um, but now subtle. I think I, it's very subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I think I think it's interesting. Um, that's because he's losing those mental faculties. It kind of makes the relationship and the history with Katya um, all the more heartbreaking because he can't remember those good memories that he had with a person. Um, but then again, he can't remember the trauma. But he also <laughs> like, remembers. strange details and like she and um kate is like you fucking remember that like the flower thing and like how his guy how the guide was and all these like little thing and their feelings with going into the mountains and how they felt they were kind of brave the ring and like fucking Mm -hmm. kate's like flabbergasted like i mean i I think she's like you remember you remember a wooden ring right (laughs) and like it is interesting because it's like she might that if you could read into it it's like she in that moment's thinking you've never talked about me this way you've never really like you've never shown this kind of passion when it comes to me and like just so shocked by it and kind of disgusted by it in a sense like so much so that i can't hear her name anymore and it may and in a way i mean with how traumatic that thing was that he went through it sounds insensitive at first but when you really think about it from her perspective, it's like, what is she supposed to do with that man? What is she supposed to do with that information besides like get like insane amount of pain from it? Feeling so like, yeah, feeling like leftovers. I mean, it's yeah, it's 
there's that yeah there's that one line about the mental faculties thing is there's that one line about like the racist in town asking if he's okay and he and he he's trying to convince kate in a way it's like i was fine i promise i was i was fine i don't know why she did that and kate's like i believe you in a most kind of a condescending way where it's it's yeah it's definitely like a subplot that just is never really addressed but within the movie and you can see like times I mean, when he's making the speech, his eyes are like closed half the time. It looks like, and he's like almost about yeah. to lose it. Um, Which yeah. Tom Courtney read for the first time when they did uh, that that take that we see in the film, which I, I think is really uh, clever. That you sort of are rehearsing the the speech in front of everybody because right. it's a and bad also speech. like the film, and it's, it's <laughs> right exactly yeah. yeah. And and there's a little bit of like a the movie doesn't take this it doesn't take this perspective too much but you can also read into it like they're performing for the community right um like you need to keep up an yeah. image him especially of a happy marriage him especially um yeah, she tells him that on the way she's like we're gonna we have to go to this thing like, have to, regardless yeah. of what happens yeah like we have and there's to that go. lunch that kate is trying to convince him to go to and he's like fuck no or something um because yeah. he just doesn't want to and i think that might be yeah, I think that might also lend into like the mental faculties idea that he just doesn't remember or can't click into the good memories of these people that he's going to have lunch with. Because um, like my grandparents aren't suffering from this sort of deal, but like it would be really sad if like my grandpa like hadn't had any memories of like the friends that he spends the afternoon with, you know? So it's like I sort of get where yeah. they're going with that. Yeah, he's... And I think it like inherently makes him a little bit more childish about the whole situation, which makes it easier for her to say like, you guys were fucking kids. Like when you met, like that love isn't real, but it's like, she then immediately turns around and says like, I went straight from my parents' house to living with him. And it's like, yeah, you were a kid too. Like your love is in many ways, just as dumb as their love. Um, Which again, just like puts another wrinkle in the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and there's those certain memories that Kate has about too, the same way that Tom has about Katya, and like that line that always stuck with me, where it's like you were so cool with a cigarette hanging out your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that yeah, and and that sort of plays into the screen image idea that Andrew High is supposed to is trying to get at, and I think he does very well. That you know we look at Courtney and and Rampling as like screen legends now, and now that they've like it's kind of like it's kind of interesting to think like now they've aged up to um to play the these mature characters and it's kind of like the idea um that like something like the loneliness of long distance runner would be like something you look at and it's like you know 50 years later this is where tom Courtenay is now is like someone who's so respected mm-hmm. and like worked with david lean it kind of reminds me of the idea that we talked about on our clouds this maria episode that like the actresses on that movie will rotate eventually and like Kristen Stewart will play the Binoche role and like Chloe Grace will play the Kristen Stewart role or something. Like, I don't know. It's, it's like you can kind of see actors of the decade aging up now to play Kate Mercer and Jeff Mercer. I don't know if that, no, no, I see what you're saying. No. Yeah. There's always going to be another Charlotte Rampling and, Tom Courtenay. I mean, not necessarily in the direct skills or impact they have, but in the stature and legacy. Um, mm-hmm. 
And that is uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Now that's Malcolm and Marie. We already got it. Yeah. I think like, it's so funny. Cause like in, in a lot of ways, like Charlotte has graduated to like the next step, which is like playing essentially a witch in Dune and like the evil, like it, right. you've mentioned like Red Sparrow before this Red Sparrow, never let me go. Like these very, like it's the Grand Dame evil. I totally forgot she was in Red Sparrow. Benedetta. Yeah, well, Clay, can you tell us the other Charlotte Rampling performance we've covered? Fuck, don't do this to me. It's um, it's a small role, so it's it's not it's all right. What perfectly is it? Fine. I'm gonna be mad at myself. It's Independence Day Resurgence. What is she? <laughs> we were all there. What? We all remember her. She yes. doesn't play the president. Who does she play? <laughs> it's like a scientist or like a That's military. So funny. That's official rad. that's rad i'm sorry that's fucking cool <laughs> if william fickner, did william fickner have a larger performance or larger role in that movie than fucking charlotte rampling i'm gonna lose my shit i i think so yeah i mean she's no, like what no, is my follow-up let me, let me, to 45 sorry. years let me let me do a mia culpa that is no shade to william fickner i love you you're great oh, don't ever yes. let anyone ever tell you differently i'm sorry i was just saying as a scholar you're... of character actors of it's course important i am a He's one of my guys for sure. He's one of the clay guys. Um, um, have you guys seen Benedetta at this point? I have not. Yes. Okay. I I I will just briefly bring it up to say that it, it. What's interesting about that is like it is again that like it's literally a mother superior character. It's that very like grand dame of cinema type role. But even that, she's like very sexy in that movie. Like there is like. Uh, there's an authority there yeah there's an authority and then there's also like a sensuality that i think would be missing if a lot of other people did that Um, well she was a sex and like i think she continues oh yeah i just i I think it's it's a crazy that you know in that what could easily be her her cookie cutter um i don't know like like judy dench is not playing sexy characters anymore not to you like charlotte rampling is well (laughs) (laughs) i did see belfast oh there you go yeah. I bet she's. Which just I think her it. opening line is her talking about. I think the very first thing she says is that she tried um, curry once and uh, and had diarrhea from it. So yeah, I would say she's still playing sexy roles. Oh, I feel like a huge dummy. It's not. It's Charlie Gainsbourg in ID research. I was gonna say I'm. It's dumb, not, but I'm not that dumb. No, I'm. I'm. <laughs> I'm dumber than you. Wait a no, second. <laughs> but even then, like Charlie Wait Gainsbourg, like, yeah. How did I we guess... make? Did we just look up Charlotte's? <laughs> I think so. No, that's totally on me. Yeah, as I would not just... say that they are contemporaries. Otherwise, yeah. A... No, they are very different actresses. As but, a stupid, uh, I guess. I guess. I, um. I, I uh, Roland Emmerich, like Roland Emmerich, was like, who from the Melancholia cast? Can we just? <laughs> yeah. That's actually a lot of his casting decisions. Yeah, it's funny. Sam, talk about Moncalia with us. Um, like that would be, uh, <laughs> that'd be I, another. I don't actually love that movie, so I'll do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like my hot take. Also, I thought that Charlotte, was a reaction, like thumbs up to Moncalia. Uh, uh, Charlotte, my theory currently: Charlotte Rampling could do uh, Antichrist, but Charlotte Gainsborough couldn't do forty-five years yet. Give it time. Give it like. 30 more years <laughs> yeah um but yeah charlotte gainsbury yeah we all know we're, we all remember her in that movie uh-huh. we, we certainly did when we recorded that episode i try not to think about that movie but now you have me thinking about <laughs> that's it. a fun episode though that i gotta say 
Mecca was on that, right? Yeah. Man, I love that guy. Um, God, now you're thinking, you have me think about ID four or ID resurgence while we're fucking doing forty five years. Thanks ID four so- two. Great. Thanks a lot, Jack. Jesus. ID forty two. ID four. ID forty five. ID forty five. We cut back to the same cast forty five years later. God. <laughs> That should be the new before trilogy. It's not every nine years, but it's every 45 years. That would be funny. That would be a good bit. That would be a good bit. It's our boyhood, it's like... but it's just woman womanhood, mature womanhood. Jack is losing his mind right now. Yeah. Who's okay? I'm casting it's adolescence. Okay. Yeah. Who's my cast right now? I'm it's Lady Bird, but in years, 45 years, yeah, yeah, in 45 years, Thomas and Mackenzie is going to remake this film. She's going to remake old, but be the um, yeah. Oh, I guess she doesn't. Yeah, beach. I guess she could do yeah. it today. She's old. <laughs> yeah. By the time we've recorded this, she's probably like past the age to do it. Right, of course. <laughs> yeah, remember old, yeah. old remember the beach old. man. That was we crazy. all went to the beach. Yeah, there was a beach that, was... that made. People old. There was a character, and I don't think we talked about no, it. We didn't. And there was a character named Midsize Sedan, and we got to mention that. God, I love that movie. So what much. a year for that dude! He was in, like, he gave one of the most heart, like one of the most heartfelt and uh, gracious performances I've seen in a while in um, Underground Railroad, and also played mid Midsize Sedan yeah. in the same year. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at the cast list, and it's like, like he's yeah, heartbreaking like... in Underground Railroad. <laughs> Like just absolutely tremendous, yeah. and he's also good in as midsize sedan. Yeah. The only issue I take with that is that um, you're saying you've seen something called Underground Railroad, and I'm looking right now, and it doesn't look like that exists because yeah. nobody watched it. <laughs> because Amazon did shit to it. I'm gonna yeah. find Jeff yeah. Bezos and gonna thank him for saving the expanse, and then kick him in the balls for uh, Underground Railroad. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, what an afternoon! And he's never is. done anything else bad. That's a funny thing too. He's only he's only done good things. Besides <laughs> right. I, I I would like to imagine M Night Shyamalan and Barry Jenkins were like, so you have him for that day, and I have him for. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I wonder what Barry Jenkins' yeah. thoughts are on old. I would love to hear it. Oh my god! Yeah, I bet he likes it. I bet, I bet he... he's part of the Shyamalan fam. Yeah, I bet yeah. he has good takes usually. So I'm. Do you think him and Lulu were like it's old night? <laughs> yeah man they did like how carrie how carrie coon's always like doing like hashtag now watching like at the academy yeah. they're like now watching old at the academy <laughs> oh my god doesn't she also do like i would love a like what production or i don't know like, she also adds like weird like details of like what about the movie or something that you're just like you can just say you're watching the movie yeah god, i, I think someone so asked much. her like people thought she was like seeing everything like at like at the academy theater and she was just like oh no i'm just like watching these things and like tell, yeah. like adding yeah. the academy which is even so good funnier. it's like it's like being like look i'm doing my homework look <laughs> look what a good yeah. student I it kind of it, yeah yeah get a gold star it kind of reminds you of um kirsten dunst at that interview quote like i watch all the movies at the yeah uh they're nominated because i'm an academy member like, oh. oh that is such a big dick <laughs> swinging move that's so fucking funny she's so right for saying it i know Speak your truth. Um, yeah, I was. Oh, I was gonna. Yeah, Carrie Coon should be on Letterboxd. Um, Tracy, did Letts you see the nest? Is so. Funny. That's another. Yeah. That's another movie where it's like, whoa, 
you made a ghost story, you know? Um, yeah. The nest oh, is who was that director? Mace, Marcy May Marlene. Uh, do we remember? I haven't oh, seen it, and I'm a huge Carrie Coon Ooh. fan, so it no, makes no sense. No, he's the theater guy. Ah, uh, shoot. It's escaping. But no, I you know, play. You, should let, you would love The Nest. Yeah. It's a movie I like, too. What the hell is that yeah. guy's name? Sorry, dude. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we're looking, we're looking, we're looking. Damon Lindelof. Sean Durkin. Oh. Sean Durkin, <laughs> yes. It was no, it was something like Sam? No. But um <laughs> something that I found online, which was a kind of a fun tidbit. Um the friend, the adult friend, as we've called them, uh George, um <laughs> comes up to Jeff and Kate at the cafe and starts to play the ukulele in the in like the No, he plays the cafe. ukulele at the party. And at the part, oh yeah, that's what I meant. And everybody talks about the cafe, and that's kind of a cool fact because Tom Courtenay is a lifelong ukulele player, where it's just oh, like he's all like grouchy so he's about it. Like this it. is yeah. the stupidest yeah. shit I've ever heard. Secretly, it's like his main passion. Oh, exactly. you know what the Sean Durkin guy is doing? He's filming the the Dead Ringers like TV show, like the Rachel Vice thing. Oh, mm. I forgot about that. Who's that's interesting? What, what channel streaming service is doing? That? Is it one that exists? If it's or Paramount exist? Plus. I'm going to throw something. <laughs> I'm seeing now that it's Quibi. Ah, shit, that's their comeback. <laughs> Quibi. It's actually Movie Pass. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, Jennifer Ely's in this, which it, she's one of my favorite actresses. But that does mean that um, it is bound to fail because she is cursed. Yeah. Um, she's someone who's in a lot of okay to bad movies where i'm like you're definitely the best part of this yeah like it wasn't crazy contagion. about saint Maud and like um, yeah i think she was my favorite performance oh it's amazon prime so again something uh, to talk to i'll talk about. to jeff about it after <laughs> him the balls. yeah when you talk to him about underground railroad and expanse yeah. this is like the third thing on the list it's truly the only good thing he's ever done is save the expanse it's the only good thing Mm-hmm. yeah someone had to do it in the scene that i find you know abrupt and startling both times that i've seen this when it's her and her friend i think i can't remember the friend's name um and they're in the car and they're talking about um they're talking about jeff and the anniversary and then like there's that song that comes on the radio and then like yeah she shuts it off immediately yeah so oh because it's, it's about called, like it's like a young girl in my mind, young girl get out of my yes, mind exactly. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I didn't register the lyrics. That's but, maybe the most uh, yeah, on-nose so thing they do in that movie. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still great. I'm like, but yeah. even then, it's just like, it, it's not like the song is like playing in the background or whatever. But Right, right, right. Yeah. I think they are, because that's the one they're having the conversation about, like, um, men men cry at, at events like, a, mm-hmm. like an anniversary. Oh, yeah. And then she's like, is Jeff going to cry? Right. Yeah, because it finally catches up with them, and then you know they realize that women are are saving them from disappointment, and then like, wouldn't you know it? Like a like truly like a fucking fool. Like he cries during that, and like having heard her talk about that, you're like, yeah, this idiot, this this dumb schmuck. Like it really like, that speech the is fact so that the bad. speech is bad. Yeah, mm. and like yeah. obviously, and you can see it on right. Rampling's face where it's just like she looks, and she doesn't she, give a speech. Yeah. 
yeah like, that's the thing that i always forget i'm like she must give one and it must fucking rule and it must be so biting and like double-sided it's like she does not no, give a speech you're thinking, Sam, you're thinking of- <laughs> she is she is sitting down like they don't stand a hug yeah clay has some sort of joke i can't S- wait to sam you're thinking of the wife I, we always get this you always oh. get this confused. you're thinking of the wife that's when she makes the big speech, yeah you know? yeah no she's a wife but she's not that's, the just, wife. that's correct yes. and there are no yes. walnuts to be found in this movie that's another that's mm-hmm. another no. key and he's yeah. not the father not because the father. they don't children <laughs> yeah um <laughs> i wonder florian zeller could adapt this into the play sure. that, that seems like almost do a... it i don't care uh did you see that um uh the in the midst of all the david lynch like can announcements that they were talking about like movies that won't be ready and they were like florian zeller is the father like they just forgot that it's the son oh yeah, son. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah just, like, i was gonna say like that's the wrong t- yeah yeah in the variety <laughs> article or whatever someone um, tweeted like you guys are having to keep waiting for the father <laughs> <laughs> the father is, is like also play but it's like act it, everyone's acting like this is the first time they're seeing it yeah. <laughs> yeah they're just playing it again laura dern could have a really interesting year like she's in the sun the lynch i guess and uh jurassic world so that's like it's like kind of jurassic world very interesting very interesting yeah yeah, I mean, yeah yeah i don't know if you've heard but the new dinosaur is like the joker of that movie <laughs> i have you guys heard that do you know what the funny thing about trevorrow is no matter how much he fucking sucks, he still had a better idea for episode nine than JJ did. Mm. I can't get into that. That's not <laughs> what I signed up for here. When you told that, me we were doing a not... podcast about 45 years, that was immediately... It's out of my pay grade. My yeah. <laughs> I've been playing the Lego Star Wars game recently, as I've been known to do. Uh, just came out. And that was one of my main thoughts while just pl- like playing the new tri- the sequel trilogy. Is like, no matter how much Trevorrow fucking sucks, because he does, he still had a better idea than fucking J.J. Abrams. It's crazy. But that's another story. Mm. Maybe the worst dance I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, mm. Yeah. Top five? Well, I mean, the I mean, I, I love when the, they um, dance in the living room or when they dance. Oh, the I was going to say, room, I was just going to bring up, we got to differentiate. That's, that's wonderful. Seen. That's like, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. Um, and the, yeah. but the, which is great. I mean, that's, you have to have that scene to under to truly understand how fucking awful that last dance was. You have to see them actually have fun and dancing in like in sync in the same rhythm and truly feeling free and simpatico. And then you see like at the end, it's like the work. I've never seen people more off rhythm than my entire. It feels life. like two strangers. It's nuts. Yeah. It's one of the best details yeah. about this movie, in my opinion. Even though it's not like. It's obvious. Like no, no one's like, oh, they're. It's a perfect ending weird. for me too. It's, but it's just so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just executed so well. Um, because it, it's so bad. Yeah. It's like she literally feels like she's like hold, like barely holding on, and it's like it looks like she's about to push him away every single second of that scene. And it's not so much like, like Kate's blankness is what the camera is lingering on. Is like Rampling is is just miserable throughout this entire ceremony and coupled with uh jeff's obliviousness which you're like not only is he not registering that that something is wrong and and she's mm-hmm. felt betrayed and and lost throughout this entire dreadful week but he feels like nothing is nothing is bad nothing is wrong um and and I think that's also a part of the tragedy that he feels as though this is something that's caught that keeps bringing that is kept being brought up as if it's like he's forgetting to do the dishes. 
Yeah. I think Although it, it's because, oh, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I completely agree. I think like he fully believes that by getting through this party that like, that's the last time they'll ever talk. Like he is like, we did it. We mm. fucking made it. And he's like, he is singing 45 years. He is Here dancing. Like he is so fully convinced that that is a thing of the past for them. Um, and that they like found their way through it. And she is like just starting to come to terms with like what any of this means. And it is shocking sure. to watch that play out in real time. Yeah. Uh, and I've mentioned a few, I feel like a broken record at this point, but in a few episodes, like I'll, discover movies that i've seen because of the reviews by what the flick which is like a group of film critics that used to review movies every week on youtube and the host of turn classic movies ben minkowitz was complaining about this ending where it feels unsatisfied and and um you feel as though you're left um without much of a conclusion and as if this is this movie is like a part of a miniseries and i understood like I understood the latter part of it. It's like, I don't know. I feel like I got everything because, because of Rampling's um, just confusion throughout the entire like final stretch. But, and, and I think yeah. like from the piano scene onwards. Yeah. I think if you leave, if you see that scene and you like are disappointed that you weren't given something like concrete, then like you missed the boat on like everything that's happened prior. I think like yeah. that scene is like, it's, it's so intensely sad and like shocking but then like the movie does not cut when the song ends it does not cut when Mm. she pulls her hands down it does not cut after it lingers it continues to play the next song which is like so upbeat lets that ride for like three seconds and then smashes to black yeah and she doesn't snap out of it and then like dances with with other it's like guests. absurdly yeah. funny in context uh like if you can choose it's a surprisingly funny movie yeah 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 um it's so smart Mm mm-hmm and and we and it goes back to like yeah it's very smart we go back to like how the movie's choices feel so purposeful and so doesn't the ending um yeah this movie can't end any other way that um yeah i just i just can't even fathom how like i like it it goes back to the idea that there's so many worse versions of this but andrew high's 45 years can't end any other way like some 45 years and then and like 1997 will be like much cleaner than this yeah yeah it would maybe end like it would it would end in the dancing and you would like see the frustration maybe mm-hmm. it would be like a gloria bell ending or like a <laughs> i don't know Beau <laughs> like it's like yeah, right. i was know, just like... i was thinking of that too yeah yeah um good movies oh, that's how you say that's yeah, how you say that movies movie. i never knew how to pronounce it i loved it and i watch it i still didn't yeah. know how to pronounce it Votre by. All right, yeah. I got it. It's my favorite one of hers. Mm. It's good She's a good director, yeah. fun fact. I didn't know if anyone knew Good di- Guys, I think she makes good movies. Is that okay yes. to say? Or We're okay. breaking new ground here. I'm seeing the We're new to me in like a week. Can't wait. Oh, not, yeah. I'm, I'm getting it at um, a local festival in a few months. My, t- my tickets yeah. still have the old title. They still say fire. Yeah, <laughs> that movie is no longer called that because well, they know it's going to yeah. be fire. Obviously, they're calling it, it is called fire. now yeah. uh, the Vincent London and Julia Bino show. I feel like. yeah. yeah, they have to fuck in that movie, right? They're fucking in that, right? They have to. <laughs> I mean, the press image is like them, like 
in the water, like about to fuck. They better. I, I was, I was, yeah. when the moment the I film saw festival that image release, that we'll see for nine months. The yeah. moment I saw that press release, I was like, put my gun on the table and said, they better fuck. I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> you traveled to France. I did. And I love or her. Berlin. It had its premiere in Berlin. I love yeah. Claire, but I had to be, I had to be, I had to be straight with her. They have to fuck. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. They have to fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. that's, that is a very small French woman that you're threatening. <laughs> oh, she'd beat my ass though. That's why I had to bring the gun. Oh, you she'd should, kick my ass. Kick I had to bring protection. <laughs> I can't threaten her with my fist. She would literally like kill me. Uh, so I had to bring. It's a very stern interview. I, 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 I yeah, I don't know. How, yeah. What do you think Barry Jenkins brought to her, his, uh, meeting with her? He brought an ax. Yeah. Oh, um, Kevlar. Kevlar, of course. You have to. When you're meeting with Claire, especially, you know, these French, I'm telling you, that you gotta be protected when you're meeting with them. That's, that's... And famously, she's not a social worker, so she'll beat the shit out of you. It's true. Mm-hmm. Sam, why do you keep coming back to this? I'm very curious. Like, what, what keeps drawing you back to, like, you said you've watched it a few times. How many times? You said you've watched uh, this every 45 years? Is that yeah, true? Yeah, every 45 <laughs> years at that rate. Um, I probably, this is probably, like, five, the fifth time. I mean, it's short um it's short i think that yeah. helps i do own the criterion blu-ray and that also helps so I, like, it's a cool cover just yeah. great great cover yeah. um the we the heavy. cover for weekend is also pretty like oh that's like creative design yeah for. um i think i don't know there's probably a bunch i think it's it, it's an extremely tight screenplay and that's always like really gratifying to watch um i think uh i don't know there's something with uh just being a, a gay person of a certain age and watching performances by women of a certain age <laughs> that uh, will never get old. Um, uh, I don't know. It's just such a it's such a complex little object. But it's like, but again, it is like you said. It's so short. It is like in a lot of ways like really accessible, but then also like incredibly devastating. Right. Like the plot is so simple. The structure, like the premise, is a single sentence. And I think yeah. like it's great and that's what i, I picked like, up on too yeah it gets I, funnier I feel... the more you watch it yeah yeah um yeah like my grandparents are are still with me but it almost feels like nothing is so extraordinary with them like you can insert your own relatives into these roles and see like how they would react to this news like for mm-hmm. people who have like lived ordinary right. lives and see like how they would reactive i think that's like a true power of of the screenplay as well it is a movie that that recognizes that people of that age can be incredibly complex and layered and still still also have a good portion of their life left to lead in a way that i think most movies don't like i jokingly said that i think x hates old people like this is a movie that like 100 percent does not and it's like but it's also not like that um i'm trying to think it's a fucking movie with the uh just like that any movie with like helen mirren where she's like a spy or she's like like that fucking what's that fucking fast um, and furious rv movie oh do you remember oh the good God, it came like late in the day or like oh yeah yeah something like that 
But like mm-hmm. any of these movies, it's like, oh, it's like we're using old people and we're telling this story, and it's like they're still just like it doesn't have a point to it. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing a horrible job explaining this, but thankfully you guys are grasping. No, I, know, I mean the Ian McKellen um, movie, right? With her and Ian McKellen, yes, and she yes. like kills him or something. The Good Liar. Oh, the Good What's Liar. That Is that what that's called? Oh yeah. Oh, the good thing. Oh, of course, the Good what Liar. The fuck yeah, the Good um, D. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, no, these yeah, these all ring a bell. Like we're such. <laughs> We're such nerds that it's like, oh, we know what this is, but we also can't remember on the spot. Um, um, but no, I, I do think there is. I know we keep, yeah, we keep saying it, but there's just so many worse versions of this movie because, again, the premise isn't <laughs> anything crazy. It's it's not high concept mm-hmm. or anything. It's literally the most subtle thing you can think of in a lot of ways. And award players, even movies that are beloved, so to speak, are you know subtlety isn't like something you find a lot anymore uh especially in movies so it is or it's not something they win oh right, you know, yeah yeah and just, they don't yeah or it's they recognized make money or yeah, yeah. No, you're totally it's just mm-hmm. it is really mm-hmm. just incredible just to see again like a tight economical screenplay that is full of an insane amount of nuance and compassion um uh yeah even though it is devastating it isn't like a fucking like like suicide party or something like it's not like so fucking miserable where you're just like dreading every minute of watching it it's like still pretty watchable yeah it's not the hours it's not right. you know <laughs> any of that right it's um, um yeah it, you said suicide party and i thought it was a movie like, no that's what? i would have that i bet that's <laughs> not, a, not like an activity I bet that's a title yeah. or something it has to be a book or a yeah. movie called the suicide james guns suicide party. <laughs> james guns <laughs> <laughs> what if harley quinn bet out a party um moving on yeah uh i I already got a million dollars from that pitch anyway so i don't need to talk about it anymore yeah they're gonna call it the splendiferous (laughs) soiree of harley quinn and it's gonna make (laughs) all right who would be like a really random so i can write that down give me a second (laughs) yeah yeah who would be like a really random person to make the suicide party like stephen freers or something kelly reichardt She's like finally doing a fran- finally quote unquote finally doing a franchise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, King Shark would be really fun yeah. at parties. I would. I, I do think that's that's true. I think you'd be great at parties. Yeah, right, that's that. That's yeah. only for me, I guess. That's that, that observation yeah. and joke. This is again over. out of Sam's pay grade. Just like Star Wars, we talked about this. Yeah, I can't uh, talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sylvester Stallone. Really, sorry, it would it would be really funny if like people came out here with things like. They, like can't talk about and it's like an interview with like celebrities oh, yeah. um, I mean, like, can't yeah. i can't it wasn't like you not actually... get my my rider <laughs> i can't talk about michael mann i'm sorry i can't talk about like just like random like right. directors and franchises i can't talk about the yeah. harry potter franchise well actually no actually that makes sense <laughs> me and el me and helen mirrod have a bit of a falling out we can't talk about now and she's by the way hot old people she is hot in the new fast and furious movie i will say that like i believe that <laughs> Jack, you've seen it, right? You've seen the, you've seen. The... No, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, I suppose she, I didn't think about it, but she has like um, sexual chemistry with Vin Diesel. She, yeah, good Aren't they like related or something? Oh, God, that, I hope not, because I wanted or... them to fuck that entire scene. <laughs> I think that's rad. Who is our hottest, like, <laughs> our like sexiest actress over like sixty? Is it? It might be Helen, actually. Oh no, I think Isabel's Do up you know, there. Guy... Isabel, you know how Isabel's old Tilda Swinton? I, I was about, to, I was just about to say Isabel, though. I just, oh yeah, I Isabel Huppert. I mean, do you guys know how old Tilda Swinton is? Just guess. 
She no, 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 no. Oh, see, if you look it up, seven? that's fine. But Sam, Jack, guess. Oh, 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 this was a guessing thing? I thought you just no, I know she it. qualified. Yeah, she's 61. I, I know it. Jack, what, how old? Yeah, she... How old is it's all this one? I feel like I... Mm, 63. Oh, I mean, okay, I guess the whole 60 over thing kind of... Okay, yeah, you over you overshot it, so you really There you go, it. 61. 61. <laughs> she's 61 years old, oh, and I think oh, that's oh. fucking nuts. She looks yeah. so good like that i mean i'm not saying anytime we talk about this kind of shit and she's played she's played an old white man it's true she's played an old tibetan man she's, she's played maybe the most all disgusting of woman of all time i think Snowpiercer. like literally just like yeah. wrinkles and you know like horrible teeth well i think it's only because like she really blew up in the 2000s and 2010s as like i can do anything look at me and and like she's been with us throughout the 90s where it's like we forget yeah. her as like an younger version of what we see now but you know who is hot and mm. she just keeps getting like getting cast in roles that are not hot is glenn close is kind of a smoke show still yeah her chemistry like, is Daniel kaluuya at recently. the oscars yeah yeah like um she's but she's she still keeps, got it you guys she keeps playing like mama and yeah <laughs> and like the mom in four good days Right. What if that guy Hillbilly? Who, do you guys remember Hill, Hillbilly Elegy? What if no, What if that happened. fucking guy who wrote that shit gets elected to office? Wouldn't that be nuts? Okay, talk about shit that's like not like not in my pay grade to talk about. On you don't want to talk about JD Vance. You don't want to talk about. I don't. I was no, talking about. I was promised forty five years. I was promised forty five no. years. That's how long this podcast goes, at least. <laughs> Oh, oh sorry. I have the answer is Angela Bassett. It's oh duh. The answer, but the is thing Angela is, Bassett. I don't believe it. She's not six. I, I don't Survey care says. what it says. It's not true. She's like thirty three. How yeah. old is Binoche? Uh, any guesses? Fifty five. Uh, she's probably like a Kidman contemporary. Uh, <laughs> that's like yeah. a unit of measurement. I think that. Easier. I think that's actually a good. Question. <laughs> yeah. Are they over or under? Or over she's probably like under. one point. Three kid one <laughs> kid ones. Yeah. It's like how many black hats something like Um Yeah. Wait, what are her guesses? I said fifty five. I actually think she, uh, mm, mm, uh I'll say fifty one. Fifty eight. That's nuts. So she is like one point one. Don't do math right yeah. now. That, now that's what yeah. I was promised on this podcast was not to do math. Yeah. <laughs> you had a whole bunch of promises, Sam. I had that one promise. No yeah. math. The that description for this is just going to be like what we're not yeah, we don't discussing talk about instead JD of like Vance, what we are. We don't talk about Star Wars. We don't talk. It about might be Team easier Shark. to describe this episode by talking about things we don't talk about. <laughs> Bruno, number one on the list. Bruno. We will not talk Mars about Mars or no. the uh, fucking um, what's the Sasha Baron Cohen movie. That that's who I was trying to think of. We mm. don't talk about mm. Bruno. Oh no, Mars or yeah. the movie Bruno. Oh, I, okay. I was confused about Mars for a second. I, yeah, I know. totally had the for some reason had. I was like, "What about Mars? They need moms. We know that. <laughs> That's the definition of a movie you would see on a DVD, like a preview on a DVD. You're like, "What? That movie exists? What are you talking about? I didn't. Yeah. That movie doesn't exist. You're trying to fool me here. That that that, that doesn't exist. Oh, um, Mars I don't know about moms, say, but like older could be older actress. Podcast. Just FYI. Hey, something that movie came out 30 years ago. What are you no, talking about? 
this is important to know. Uh, someone could be like sneaking onto a list for picks. Like, oh, mom, is that a Lo- Marcy's bombs in between. Pick? Like, I don't That's know. Kind of Logan pick. I feel like Logan. Might Never know. That. Um. Also, because I'm going through my Veep first watch, uh, mm. JLD looks really good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How, I mean, but that's that like a given. It's like, is she? the sky blue? You know. Um, any guesses? Fifty-eight. I wasn't doing the sixty-year over thing. Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Okay, so she's a Binoche contemporary. Yeah. That's like not even interesting to me because like that's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you have a billion dollars, you can buy. Sure. How does she has all? How, like, why does she has all course. that money again? Who, what was her family, or is it her husband? Uh, well, she was on a little show Seinfeld, called What's that thing called? Seinfeld. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, yeah, I forget what her family money is from. But imagine getting those checks and she's, also being. Like, she's a uh, one year away from Tilda Swinton, sixty-one. Wait, no, Tilda Swinton, sixty-one. So how old is she? Oh right, I thought so. They're okay, both sixty-one. Yeah. JLD is 5'3". That's crazy. I've always uh, thought she was you know. much taller. Weird. Yeah. All right, this is a weird part of the podcast. It's weird. Uh, yeah. I mean, I love it. Don't get me no, wrong. This is this, this is informative. Awesome. Yeah. Um, do we have anything <laughs> else? People are, are like tuning in yes, for this. Do we have, it, we, everyone wants to hear yeah. what we think of older women. I think that's the biggest draw of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we are tr- just uh, like just skirting the edge of misogyny skirting. here. With... <laughs> if anything, we've already but, crossed uh, it. But we're... skirting. <laughs> Um, this is called edging misogyny. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's not. My final thought on this movie is: I think it's incredible when um, uh, Jeff says, asks her if she would like a cuddle. That is my. Final it was thought. great. I love that. <laughs> I yeah. love how he's. There's so a lot innocent. of scenes in too bed, much to ask, and it's like I guess not. Yeah. I guess that's a reasonable. That's a reasonable request. No. Yeah, there's there's those scenes in bed that that are just phenomenal, and I love when. Um, um kate will turn off the light and it's like the camera is still on her and like you can still she see she's awake by like the little things of light going on it's by the way this cool. movie looks fucking um, incredible can we I, just say that i don't think we yeah of course that. yeah yeah it's shot by the same guy who shot like weekend, the british countrysides are fucking the fog yeah. in this movie it's, a lot of great fog we, yeah it looks gorgeous you know, yeah 10 out of 10 fog fog representation <laughs> um yeah one more thing I had written down, and I found it interesting that Andrew High was saying this was a companion piece or an extension of Weekend. People would ask me, are you going to make a sequel to Weekend? I'm like, yeah, I am. It's 45 years. And they're like, oh, great. And I'm like, but it's about a man and a woman. And they're like 70. But it just made sense to me to like do one film about people in a relationship looking forward about what this could be. And then someone looking back at their lives and their relationship. People have this tendency to think that someone who's 70 has this completely different interior life than someone that's 40, which I'm 42 now. But of course they don't. You know, I'm pretty probably similar to what I was when I was 20, and I probably will be when I'm 60, and then later on still. And I think talking to Tom and Charlotte, they were just pleased to read a script that actually the characters had an interior life. You know, and I think we kind of forget that about people that are slightly older sometimes. It's like an archaeological excavation almost in this, in this relationship because you go into your own experiences of your own relationships, obviously, throughout your life because that's what we bring to characters. And I didn't know Tom, obviously. I knew him through his work. We didn't, but we immediately came together because that's what we were going to be doing, you know, making making believe that we are, were this couple so we bring our own experiences in. 
which is like you know that's like a very intricately told intelligent like queer story like that Mm -hmm. happens over a weekend and it's it's like crazy how like how different this was but also the fact that these are love stories that don't that are just like very contained how long does this take um, place but a week four days three days it's it's just like seven to five i was trying to keep track of the fucking like title cards but i'm like all right i'm done i can't days what are they it's good that they're (laughs) not overwhelming because again talk about the not to bring the whale up again but like that is a play that also takes place with a very like a day-by-day structure and you are tormented just being like oh my god we're still on tuesday (laughs) i know this has to go till friday and like you never feel that in this movie no Um, no not at all i mean yeah i mean it's but yeah Yeah. perfect run um i also wanted to mention that this movie looks gorgeous as clay said and i did say um he (laughs) you're just like not me and then we like roll back this eight for a few seconds um it's uh it's a movie that's also shot by uh, the guy who shot Four Lions, which we also discussed, as well as the two Brady Corbet movies, which I think will make very interesting episodes down the future. Sam, do you have any Brady Corbet directed movie movies take? Um, I love Vox Lux. <laughs> I will very quickly say that I saw Vox Lux at TIFF, and I watched people throughout the entire thing walking out of the Princess of Wales theater. Um, and I that's so funny. I also did not i'm like, like vox time. lux ambivalent but i just need to like we need to do an episode on just so I like have a f- more firm take that's yeah it's a movie that i thought i didn't like and then i couldn't stop thinking about it and then since then i've been fully vox lux pilled um, yeah for sure i think it's rad i think that um uh childhood of a leader is mostly bad um mm-hmm. but i don't have any thoughts beyond that Speaking awesome. of thoughts, do we have uh, any final thoughts on good. 45 years? Oh. I'm a professional. Um, <laughs> it's like you're you're like you're the better one of uh, of the two of us. Oh, I did have a fun game for us actually. Oh, no. Before and then we can get a final okay. scene. Oh no. Um so we have and Sam, you're more than welcome to play along to this. I thought this would be kind of fun. If it's lame, it's lame. But we've done a number of movies that are in the Criterion collection. Oh shit. Can't do we want to name them as is this oh, one? So fuck. I I mean, listen. If it's lame, we've we done can so it, many but... episodes. But no, this is actually a good question. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shit, fuck. Um, <laughs> can I look at the episode catalog, or is that literally the whole point? We I can't do that. I, I, just knowing what that seems like the point. right. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look because I am. I've just nominated myself to be the judge for this. I literally... No, please. Oh, man, you're putting me on the spot here, buddy. Have we done a Wes Anderson? No, I don't think so. No. I mean, we put ourselves on the spot with the ages, so I feel like... I know, but you can just... Did you think of this game and then immediately just not look, or did you... Oh, oh, I... No, I have looked. Because, Um... like, I was running through them, like can I name them without looking? And then mm-hmm. I look to see if I missed any, and I did miss a few, but I'm so like kind of both. Damn. You just have a better memory than I do. Cause I, I we've just done so many movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted a few of these were on episodes where you weren't here. So I think it that might, might be also be the trickier that way. Um, I Here's might need to be there. So can I, so can I, can I give you the ones that you weren't here? Sure. And maybe that'll help. Um, Clouds of Sills, Maria, Certain Women, Uncut Gems. 45 years. Shit. 
Um, I'm only thinking of 2017 movies it... for some godknown reason. Okay. Um, but oh, one of them's a recent Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about Best Picture. Oh, we did. We did think... Parasite. Yeah. Yeah, Parasite's one. The thing with recent releases is because it's sometimes hard to remember because sometimes the initial release is a regular. It's not a Criterion. It's not it, like same thing with Parasite. No, 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 no. That makes it sense. It was re- released yeah. on Blu-ray before Criterion, so it's kind of hard to remember. Yeah. Um, I think it. I think the Criterion came out like a year after. How many is it? It's how many Oscar. movies have we covered that are Criterion? Ah, uh, okay. Hang on. I should have given oh, that. Oh, Unfriended Dark um, Web. Yes, that's what I mean. I, I, I didn't think I had to say that. I thought that was assumed. Right, right. That was like, that. A, is, the, is the Pope Catholic? Um, let's see. So ones we haven't oh. named. One, two, there you go. three, was one of them four, directed, I don't know if five, this is in the criterion structure. Was one of six, them seven, eight. by the Riddler? <laughs> the Riddler? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah, yes, it, it is. Oh, oh okay. Wildlife. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wi- yeah. Yes. Good okay. movie. There's one, okay, I think this is again on me, that there's one on here that we are about to cover. Well, what is it? Okay. have not yet. That's on the schedule. Well, what is it? Before midnight. Oh. When, when are we doing that? We, we don't need to talk about this on pod. Um, shit. I don't know, man. Um, I can give them Spring to Spring Breakers was, yeah, just give it to oh. me. I, this is taking too long. Yeah, I, I can't. Okay, think. yeah, no bad, worries. Um. Portrait of a Lady on ah, Fire. I should have gotten that. Mining the Gap. Francis Ha. Oh, I own these movies. Blue is the Warmest Color. Oh, I don't own that one. Certain Women. Or Certified Copy. Okay. okay, that's all. Blue is the Warmest Color is... Portrait, Parasite, Uncut Gems, Certain Women, Cousins Maria, 45 Years, Tree of Life, uh, Wildlife, Certified Copy, Blue is the Warmest. Francis Man, that was embarrassing because I Gap. own a lot of the movies you just named yeah. besides Certified mm-hmm. Copy and... Um, yeah. Blue, blue is the warmest color. I don't own that film. Yeah. And I guess the cat's out of the bag now before midnight episode coming out in May with Brody Deschanel. But, Ooh, yeah. exclusive. <laughs> just for you, Sam. Drop it just on the pod. Um, just, yeah, just for Sam. Every, yeah. Any any other... Anyway, yeah. Scene, so. or, or is there any other thoughts before we get to final scene? Or favorite scene? I can't speak. Yeah. <laughs> final scene. Final scene. <laughs> yeah, we just done. all talk about... <laughs> done. We final. just talk about the ending. <laughs> we just talk about the credits yeah um no i'm that's all i've written down i'm good um let's see should i be like i mean the obvious choice is to choose like the final scene but i will say um i will say when kate is pressing jeff for where jeff first gives like the details of like the play-by-play of of the accident um yeah, sorry. <laughs> it doesn't even feel like it was me that was there. Did not have it. How long had you been up there? Oh, six or seven weeks, I suppose. It seemed a lot. We had a map uh, to start with, it's so bloody unreliable. Yeah, we stood by somewhere. Yeah, we were getting higher into the mountains and I decided it would be best if we found someone, you, you know, to, to help us get to the Italian border. A guide? Yeah, well, really a guy. This swarthy little bastard who fought with Jack Carraway. 
you will get a camera Maybe you will tell us. What are you flirting with him? Well, it's a different um, language. My German is one language, more with his accent. They laughed a lot. He was forever making these jokes I didn't get. I wish you wouldn't like that. No, I didn't. They were walking off ahead. You know, all they needed to perhaps. Maybe I just let them. was on the right and I was way down. Useful thing it was. You love the landscape, how they're good. They're out of sight around the corner. And the last sound of one that I heard was our laughter. And Christ, did it annoy me. Uh, I think. Did you just way... steal both of ours? Oh, I thought uh, I, was, I was like trying to leave please. things because I feel like the, the slideshow right. is like a scene that I thought someone would. I just choose. love all those bed scenes. Um, I think they're all good. 
Yeah, I guess think, he was like, not getting invited yeah, back to the pod. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, stole our favorite scene. Everything there is a revelation. I think when she he says like I was her next of kin, he's like, well, I was her next of kin. Did you guys have to Google that? I was like, wait, what no. are you talking about? Like, no, I, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, what the yeah. fuck do you mean? Like, what do you mean you were her next, next of, of kin? kin? Like, that's that? crazy. Yeah, and he's just yeah. like, oh yeah, like I was because I told the police we were married, and she's like, well, what do you mean mm. you told? That the is a crazy <laughs> thing. Like, right, 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 right. Well, she's like, yeah. well, she had a ring, and he's like, well, what do you mean she had a ring? Like, yeah, right, right, right. Every single detail is just like is it kind of turns into a comedy. Tectonic. Is he lying yeah. and but saying that just they, like that it didn't like it feel like I don't know it was so it, it was just weird like why it's the mm-hmm. perfect it's the perfect excuse where like if he's lying and said like well we told them we were married because we were travel but also like that's very plausible and he like probably did say that but like if I'm Kate I'm like well, what do you mean <laughs> like it's just it is masterwork on both of their parts Jeff's obliviousness to the fact that that could cause like any sort of undue emotion in kate the way that she plays that the fact that it's happening like so casually that they're talking about it she also says like we never really talked about it just like we never really talked about my mom dying and it's like you've been married for 45 years again what do you mean you haven't talked about your mom dying like what have you been doing this whole time which is i think the thesis of that movie what have we been doing this whole time going to Mm -hmm. egypt Um, for sure i'm really sorry that i stole it but uh Apology no, not accepted, no. actually. I really thought Jack's I was doing more cool with this cool. than I am. I'm actually furious, so. <laughs> okay. Well. <Yeah. laughs> All right, Jack, go ahead. Because I can't think of one now. Now Sam's like, what do I do now? <laughs> I said, now I just drop, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. I just I just love in that scene and how in most scenes there are no flashbacks either. Like, I feel like it would be so oh, easy to like so cut bad. to like a younger <laughs> Jeff and Kate and it's just like reenacting the the (laughs) god oh the wife um yeah i'll say the slideshow it's impeccable um i feel as though like lil crowley talks about in that making of segment that's on the criterion about how he kind of like wanted to look wanted to make as though the sheet that the pictures are being scrolled on like sort of flow like a like a ghost and it's like that's such an interesting decision too that it's like it's almost becoming self-aware that there's there's a past with what kate is looking at that's why i couldn't be a director i couldn't think of shit like that that's like i couldn't be like what (laughs) if like a ghost and i'm like i don't know know, man i was just gonna shoot the scene um (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, and and I feel like there's so many tiny revelations in this movie, and that, and I love how no, I, I think we kind of already mentioned this, but it's like I just love how in that one where it's like the biggest revelation, it's treated as just anything else, and um, yeah, that tremendous movie. Thanks for bringing yeah. it to us. If you were, oh yeah, if you were a person watching this on Netflix and you didn't care, like you would be looking at your phone during that shot of katya being pregnant and no one would ever say anything about it and you would never know that is actually wild it's crazy about um it's it's crazy that would be the tipping point for any other movie and then i guess you could even go as far to say like did did jeff know that she was yeah do you think he masturbated uh after he couldn't uh get the get get up uh while having sex and then went back up in the room and found a photo of katya 
I think he was jerking off in the attic. Don't they like imply that at I one point? I for sure. Th- I th- <laughs> there's like noise up there, and I it's like when it's not the scene where she puts her hand up. Like I don't think she's like it's like sensing him. Um, right. It's it's is it that scene when she's like yelling up to him, and he was like looking around in the attic, or I mean maybe it could even let into like the mental mental faculties. Yeah. Idea of of Jeff where he's just like screwing around for something, but he doesn't or- know what. And then Kate is like, or it's when she's yeah, it's when she's like, to find it. You weren't yeah. looking yeah. for it, yeah, because yeah. he is like, yeah, no, if nothing's happening up here, don't worry about it. Like, let me see the photo. Yeah, go back to bed. Yeah, where it's like, like what? <laughs> what do you have in your hand? Nothing. <laughs> that doesn't <Yeah>. work. <laughs> it's very Jeffrey Tambor in the attic in Arrested Development, being like, don't come in here, don't come in here. <laughs> <laughs> Pop pops in the attic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll say my favorite scene. them dancing together for the like the not not, yeah. well, not the end end like like the be- first dance mm-hmm. no 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 the yeah. good dance You're right. I, I think, <laughs> the dance when they act and like also people. and also like yeah her that conversation of like what photo like what photos you would have and he and it's so it's so romantic it's like that's like one of the most romantic things i've ever seen because it's so real and it's not fucking bullshit um mm-hmm. it's like just like memories not like there's that there's an that's another moment sorry it it almost feels like there, there's a sense of history right. there. And, and that's when you kind of realize, okay, he's not like a dirtbag. He's not like a piece of shit. Like he's like, he like who memorizes those like details and like he, he's really listening to what she's saying. And like, so what moments would you have photographed? And it's like, he's really trying to reach out to her and also engage and like be there and like be a good husband. So mm. it's like, it's definitely like the establishment of nuance and that no character is really wrong in this scenario. I mean, they're a little wrong, but they're not like, you know, their feelings are valid. Like he went through something insanely traumatic mm-hmm. and is still going through that. And as this has brought up all of his trauma um, and she is also under like basically going through a mid, uh, not a middle, I don't know, a midlife crisis about her actual marriage that she spent 45 years in without any kids. Like, yeah, I, I that scenes are so like, again, cause it's not that depressive shit show where you're just like every scene makes you want to literally die. It's like, there are mm-hmm. no yeah it's not it's not emotionally wallowing it's sort of the idea that we talk about in eden right where it's like 
these movies are so smart that it doesn't like spend all of the movie's pressure on um the characters feeling like this is the end of the world but it like their emotions are so interior that entire Um, movie isn't him like on cocaine like there's like moments of joy (laughs) like there's like moments of Uh, tom courtney on cocaine i would love to see it it happened at some point i will i will i will say that it definitely happened do you guys think him and david lean did crack together crack that's a i think they did lean (laughs) i'm so mad it's like not even a joke it's just like words that are the same no i i I, doesn't that's like that's nothing yeah what a way to end that i'm furious like what a way to what a way to end the podcast. This is the last episode. Yeah, actually. it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it ended yeah. all podcasts, actually. <laughs> I'm getting word that WTF done. Joe Rogan yeah. experience done. Yeah. How I'm er, uh with Lock those gates. Yeah, basically. My <laughs> favorite murderer, gates. done. Forever, because they've been condemned. <laughs> all of them done. The daily, more like the yesterday. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> all right. This was incredible. This was great. Sam, thank you so much. Yeah, Sam, thank you for so much for being here. This is Oh my god, yeah, thank you for having me. I don't know what other circumstance I could have convinced people to talk with me about this movie for (laughs) so long. Part of like that's the podcast. And not for lack of trying. Right. right. I feel like we've heard that a lot. That's the beauty of this podcast is because it's like, okay, what do you want to talk about? They're like, What? What? I I heard I heard you guys talking to isaac about annihilation and i was like i want to talk about annihilation for that long i was like they found someone to do it that's me but with dread <laughs> that's me out there yeah <laughs> i've been trying to find people to talk to talk to uh like two hours about dread and i found a i found a way to do it so here we are yeah sure dread talk it was sort of like the the bit that we started this with where it's like dread was like your now we just goal. need to do Venom. <laughs> you just got to. Now we just need to do Venom. <laughs> dreading, 200, episode two hundred. <laughs> episode two hundred. Two hundred will be Venom. Um, Even and it's not like you don't like movies, but for some reason I'm the one who has these mo- like like dread Venom. These are the clay movies. <laughs> right, <laughs> movies for eight yes. year olds. I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Sam. Yeah, where can everybody find you online? And if you have anything to plug or promote please do so um wow if you heard the two hours of this or whatever this ends up being of of hearing me talk about this movie and said to yourself i would like more of that um I you guess guys you we've been going me. for eight hours yeah Can't please, yeah look <laughs> at the rent 45 years I, I don't know you can follow me uh, my handle is just at my name without the vowels so at s-m-h-r-v-s-t uh i also once did a podcast covering all of nicole kidman's films it's called the kid manifesto it's very silly great. But if you wanted to yeah. listen to it um you could it's still there despite universal <laughs> music group trying to get me to take down two episodes recently <laughs> as recently as this week um, but i'm fighting the <laughs> there law there and um i will be winning yeah. that fight thank you <laughs> I can't wait till there's a movie made about you, and like a, it's like a legal thriller. And no, I think it'll be like the founder. <laughs> uh, we, is this yeah. whole episode about that movies vibe. that don't exist? Is that the whole episode? Yeah, remember the founder? What if there's a founder? Yeah. What if there's? A, it's from the director of the Little Things. Yeah, that also doesn't um, yeah. exist. John Hancock. Yeah, yeah. none of these movies exist. Yeah. Um, what if there were no, little there things? Wasn't. What if there was Welcome to Marwin? I love that moment that in that it. movie. What, that was it. <laughs> 
there's that moment in the little things when uh when no. Denzel was like, well, you know, it's the little things that count or something. <laughs> like, oh my god, this is terrible. It's the plan, and um, they all sit down and they say, and after all, weren't there some little things? God, that's just Jack's sense of humor right there. Curtain closes. That's Jack's Jack's favorite bit is when someone says the title in the movie. He can't. He just can't. I spent so much time worrying about the big things. But now that I'm here, I realized it was always about the You're going to kill things. Jack. Smash cut to You're going to kill Jack. Starman starts playing. Oh my god. <laughs> I haven't seen him laugh this hard in a while. Oh man. The crowd stands up with thunderous applause. He's, he's dead, people. He's this, not, I don't think he's coming back. People in the street are cheering. Someone lights a car on fire. Is it like the end of I'm thinking of many things? It's just, it's, yeah yeah i can't believe okay. i spent so much time thinking of ending things smashed to black it works for every movie <laughs> um okay yeah i can be found on twitter <laughs> as 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 all of us are <laughs> um at jackie draper i have writing on film at the Boston hassle and the simple cinephile um and my own personal medium Next episode, we are covering The Late House for a new film coming out in cinemas everywhere called The Northman. Maybe you've heard of it by now um, with Brianna Ziegler returning. Um, All right. We're going to be recording live from a lighthouse in Maine. Uh, We have pipes ready, overalls. The amount of bits that's going to be in that episode is immeasurable. (laughs) So many bits. Yeah, that that one's going to be very silly. Jacking off bad main accents black and white 16 by 18 ratio all the, or eight ratio all the good bits to have i've uh i've never heard of the northman you've never heard of the northman <laughs> never heard of the northman but if there was a queen character in that who would play her? Oh. just thinking out loud here hmm. yeah just something to interesting chew on. someone who mm-hmm. doesn't really get talked about when mentioning this movie a lot interesting yeah hmm. who knows so much to do a podcast about her. There anyway. <laughs> There's yeah. also like another person in that movie who someone also does a podcast about that has also been in this on this podcast. Mm. Kate Dickey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, wait, you plugged everything. It's my turn. But, okay, this yeah. is what I do. Um, <laughs> you can follow me at Everyone follow me at Birds of Clay on Twitter and on Letterboxd. You can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Clay Williams. You can follow the podcast Twitter account at ETT Pod. You can send us an email at uh, exiting through the 2010s at gmail.com. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. We are on all the podcast platforms, so share us any way you can. Um, I just started using Google Podcasts. I like it. It's good. It's like for me at least less glitchy than itunes and i thought it was a pretty good alternative like itunes has been glitchy a it's, lot it's recently. like you yeah exactly everyone join google podcast this is my are we getting paid by google i want that money wow this apple podcasts <laughs> slander in the 11th hour we had to wait we had to wait until no one else <laughs> this took a dark yeah. turn um because like no one's tried google podcasts and i wouldn't be surprised person. if anyone was like wait that's you're the very real? first person. i think it's really brave it feels for you like to it. champion the the causes of squints at paper google <laughs> little known company it's always yeah. funny that their trait like their market name anyway. is called alphabet we're like who the fuck thought of that who, who alphabet yeah. dumbest fucking name all right 
it's very silly of, of me to like no that was point great i love that it. it's don't, good don't, but... don't apologize um yeah everyone be safe be good to yourself positive vibes going all around um thank you all so much for listening and as always we'll catch you all next week on exiting to the 2010s mm-hmm.